That's the best I got. Haru 2. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is like oh, that Wayne's man. World thing, man. Like, where they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. Chris is, uh, Chris has done some upgrades to his camera is what it looks like. Yes. I am super fucking stoked. I finally Chris got... Chris has a border. You have a border in Discord. Have you noticed that? Uh, no, I, I did not notice that. Like, like on my end, whenever oh, yeah. you're talking, the green bar goes around a larger oh, it goes black outside? bar. Square. That's true, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't okay. even notice that. Yeah. It's like I'm looking at a movie theater screen. <laughs> it's, Man. um... So I finally got the last piece because th they've been sold out for fucking ever. I finally got the last piece to my EOS M50 camera to set it up for live streaming. So it's really fucking complicated. And it's not, it's not complicated. It, they just made it hard as fuck in order to do it properly. But the you have the camera and then you have to get a, an, a power adapter. But the power adapter doesn't plug into the camera. The power adapter has to go into a dummy battery pack. The dummy battery pack, this is a this is an, an off-brand one. This one cost me about 40 bucks. The on-brand one, the actual Canon one, cost me about 50, 60. I had to spend another $80 to get the power adapter. I think I got $30 off of it though. And the thing is, is that neither one of the power adapter or the, the dummy battery are in stock at the same time. So I went three months waiting for this fucking power adapter to get in. Then trying to set it up, I was having all sorts of problems when I was in my Megavision stream this week or uh, earlier today because the frame rate was off. It was grainy as shit. Fucking like it would pause every 30 minutes. And so I spent like a good three, four hours just researching, trying to find ways of like, how do I get this camera to work? Because... It's one of the best cameras on the market. It's like, let me let me like pull that back a little bit. It's one of the best budget cameras on the market, especially when you want to get into like high quality live streaming. And but it's so finicky. Like I have to set it off from actual recording mode to manual shutter, and then I gotta fuck with the frame rate. I gotta fuck with the exposure. I gotta fuck with like camera shit, like stuff that I had no idea fucking what like went into it's not like you take out your cell phone your fucking cell phone bullshit and you know work okay. off the camera off that so <laughs> is that what we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah that's well, what chris does <laughs> I, I do that pretty frequently i'm not gonna lie uh wouldn't it have just been easier for you to buy an elgato cam link that's what i'm using it, it's it's oh, it's part wow. of the whole fucking like setup dude so you use the elgato cam link it hooks into the computer you take a micro HDMI, you plug that shit into the cam link. Then you have to take a micro USB, plug that shit into the fucking camera and the computer because there has to be a constant connection between both devices. Now, the EOS M50 can run Wi-Fi. So if I wanted to transfer my data of like the video that I've taken or the pictures that I've taken, then I can do that wirelessly. But if I'm trying to do like a direct live feed stream, no, that's not gonna. That's obviously not gonna work out. So uh, it just seems like go, getting a GoPro would have been the easier route. <laughs> but even with the GoPro, from what I understand, you still need like a cam link in order to have that shit work properly because it's still considered like a DLSR camera. No. Yeah, I'm it's something goofy. But at least you could use the. I mean, you're not going anywhere. But I'm, I just I've wanted a go. Someone in our family got a GoPro. Some kid. 
And I was like, why did he get a GoPro? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, our uh, our nephew. He's not even like seven, and he got a GoPro. Oh, okay. I'm like, why did he get a GoPro? And they're like, well, he wants to use it when he goes out hunting and everything. And I'm just like, fuck off. <laughs> like, okay. I, I'm I'm over here using my C920. Thank you, Logitech. I've got, that's what I've got two. <laughs> I used to have three C920s. Mm-hmm. I used to have four, but I gave two of them away. No, I got my C930E that I'll probably use for some other stupid bullshit. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it for like hitbox cam looking down when I'm playing my fighting games. So the cock uh, cam. Yeah. That's what Basically, it is. Basically, yeah. Basically. Cock cam. That's what it is. Yeah, see, I I have always I've had this conversation with other streamers because they always talk about it. Like even when they're doing like cooking streams and stuff like that. They're mm-hmm. like, you should have a second camera. And I'm like, I'm still trying to justify why I should get a second camera. There's absolutely no reason mm-hmm. unless I do like a cat cam where I point it at my cat. But she's not an eventful yeah. cat. Like she's sleeping half the time. So it's just like I don't know what I would use a second cam for. The only other thing I can think of is like doing something similar to what Corey is doing with having a camera dedicated to one television watching the same feed on like a Super Nintendo. That's about it. Yeah. But I mean, why? (laughs) Why do I do that? I mean, when I do my cooking streams, I'll have like three webcams, but yeah, that works. That that makes sense because like you want a a cooking stream exactly. Yeah, because you're gonna have one like right above the food, Mm -hmm. and then one at uh, you. We'll see. One directly at you. One at me. I still gotta wire the Ethernet through the house. I still haven't done it yet. I'm about to take some PTO work and get some shit done. Slacking. Fuck you, (laughs) dude. I'm just I'm just waiting for like I I, I'm telling you. Over the weekend, uh, I took my laptop. Over to uh, my brother's house just to just saw kinda... the pictures in the Discord, yeah. dude. I was just like, let me just get peace of mind right now because like I'm like really chipping out that thinking maybe it is my equipment again and like, and so when I went there and I jumped on his Wi-Fi and he was getting those speeds, I'm like, this is some bullshit. I was just like, and I even sent those. And pictures. You were getting that on Wi-Fi, yeah, on Wi-Fi, yeah. yeah and I and I sent it to like yesterday. I had a. Uh, it was so funny because I was like, um, I was drinking. I was just kind of hanging out, working on some stuff for the channel, and then like. I went through my direct messages and um, the one with Cox was there. So I kind of started talking to them like late at the ni- at the middle of the night. Like, y'all don't really care about your people, do you? <laughs> Uh-oh. And he like, had some beers. And yeah. Like, Fuck I, was this like, shit. I was like, y'all really don't care, huh? And they're just like, no, we do. Like, la, la, la. This and this and that. We're escalating the situation. We got supervisors. And I'm like, I've been hearing that this whole time. You'll hear back from me tomorrow. Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> hey, man, at least it's better than what my Cox guy told me when I was living out in San Diego. It was just like, yeah, where else are you going to go? Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. Like, I was just like, you guys. fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. I hate I hate those motherfuckers. Yeah. Co- Cox can fucking choke on it. That's all I got to say. Cox can choke on Eddie cock. Just... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I was about to say, Eddie's just got to drop that big fuck you money like Max did and get a fucking landline from an industrial internet exactly. company ran to his house. Exactly. Let's go. Th- Boom. Thousand yeah, dollars a think, month. What was it? I think, yeah, I think he pays like a thousand dollars a month for it. Yeah. But I mean, it's Maximilian dude. So yeah, you get a four. And I think he said he's like getting like, I don't know, like the bet, like upload speeds of like a thousand like gigs or something. Like he's getting like it's, some crazy it's ass upload speeds. No, I mean, like, that you dude, think like I you have said. fast upload speeds. That dude is just like, fucking hundreds of times faster than what i'm getting it's well i mean his stream pays for the internet and yeah. plus some so yeah i know i i was there when he was doing the final fantasy 7 uh um showcase 
for mm-hmm. Sephiroth and yeah. whatnot. And like he ended up give, gifting like two hundred and fifty subs. And I'm like, that's almost like two thousand dollars. What if not more? Yeah, and dude. I'm like, you should have been there for that one birthday stream where someone donated three grand. And fuck. I was just like, all right, no, yeah. it might have been like ten grand. I saw a th- there was a three grand, but there was a ten grand at one. Yeah, point. that's insane. Someone donated. I'm just like, it's the hardest working man on Twitch and used to be on YouTube. I'd say yeah. there's probably harder working people, but he put the fucking work in. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's been doing it for years. There's only one other person that I know. That I actively watch. I mean, like, you can, like, throw in the usual suspects, like, Ninja and Shroud or whatever the fuck you want to say. But, like, of the people that I watch, he's there's he pulls in 8,000 people every single night on average. There's only other person that I can think of that pulls in more than that is Fextra. That's it. I mean, Caleb Hart's averaging, like, four and a half, uh, four and a half thousand uh, subs. Mm-hmm. So, like, but he's, again, he's also been on there since, you know, since it was back when it was Justin TV. It's crazy. So. See, see, my my thing with this whole thing is that like, there's a lot of names that you guys are dropping that I really don't recognize. Even when I got into this scene, like early on, earlier on last year, people were like talking Tim the Tatman and this and that. I'm like, I have no idea who Tim the Tatman is. Like the only streamers I knew were basically just Ninja and Maximilian Dude, and mm-hmm. that's it. Like I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. I didn't do anything with it. And then somebody gifted a Jack Septic guy. Yeah, somebody gifted a sub to uh, to him on my channel. Like, they literally came in and they're like, we're gifting Jacksepticeye a, a, a sub to Eddie Fuerte's channel. And I was just like, It's very what? specific. Why? Yeah. And people were like, oh, my God, Jacksepticeye. And I'm like, I have no idea who he is. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> there goes that endorsement. You missed your chance. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh. I mean, shit, H2O had a Maximilian dude come in his stream one time and gift a sub, but... That's because he was playing Ki. Yeah, he played nice. to his. He played to the. He played to the audience. Is what he yeah, did. Yeah, that's what that's about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's let's so. talk about this shitty fucking icebreaker. Twenty. I was say we don't want to talk about it. That's why we're. Yeah. No. Waiting. It's. It's kind of like two fucking garbage ass things that we gotta talk about. Number one, like what what I was mostly upset about, and this I think I found out about this on New Year's Eve, because that's when yep. that's when everything launched, and it was like I found out my. Keon, one of my closest friends, like he and I growing up, we we hooked up. When I say hooked up, I mean like he and I like I, I see you smirking. I see you smoking. <laughs> I mean we're yeah. we're not judging, dude. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. This is a safe zone. This, sir. this is a safe yeah. space. Oh, thanks, guys. But yeah, no, fucking Keon and I, you know, we linked up because of our love for MF Doom. And yep. he he texted me, he was just like, Hey, are you holding up? I'm like, what are you talking about? and then he said no more than usual but <laughs> and then and, and then he he sent he forwards me the link and i'm just like you're fucking lying and it, it, he was just like I, nah, dog i'm dead ass i waited to post it in places until i verified it yeah same thing like i was i was sitting in final boss's stream and i'm just like i don't have the heart to post that in chat because I don't, yeah, I was in there too, and I was like, I don't think I could tell him he's having too much fun with Pokemon. Yeah, right now. And, 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 it's, and, it's fucking... so, and it's always hard too, like to do that, especially like on a live stream. Like I think that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand sometimes. Dropping like bombs like that on a stream, especially if it's like a happy, like you're trying to get away from it. It's good to talk about it, but not during the live stream, you know? Yeah, yeah, because like um, one of the other guys on there, Kevin Inspire, he was just like, "Hey man, are you you holding up all right?" I was just like, "Yo, I'll DM you." And then Rack, who is another one of our friends to, during like like Friday night fights, he just drops it, 
And final yeah. boss is just like, MF Doom is dead. And, and like, things just got quiet. Like, super fucking yeah. quiet. So we were just... Rack didn't read the crowd. No, no. He... He's he's he, he's a Leo player. Like he's just ungabunger as shit. He's just like <laughs> breaks down doors and she's like, "Hey, did you hear? Did you hear?" I'm like, "You asshole." I'm I'm still getting used to that term. So <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn ungabunga. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's rough. It's rough. I was in... for, All right. So first of all, for people give us for people that don't know who MF Doom might be. MF Doom is your who. favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Man was a fucking legend. He came up out of um, the UK scene. Him, his brother, and another rapper. I forget what the outfit that was, but after his brother died, he moved out to the US and he started doing some smaller collaborations with some producers. Took on the, the, the moniker MF Doom, always just went everywhere wearing the fucking like Dr. Doom mask. He was a cartoon yeah. villain. He, he played up that persona. And you could hear it in his music. And he did this one collaboration with Mad Lib called Mad Villainy, which is arguably the greatest hip-hop record of all time. 2004, yep. The greatest. Like, I, I have that album art hanging up in my in my game room in the back. Yeah. Like, absolutely fucking legendary. Nothing comes close to it. There, there's a few that, you know, try to try to pull at its coattails, but no. There's nothing yeah. like it. I saw the picture, or not the picture, but the video of Tyler the Creator. Like him and his other buddy, like went and saw him live. That was um with him. Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt, yeah. and uh, they were freaking out. They were just like they look like little kids again. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. I see a lot of uh, similarities between MF Doom and New Jabe's. A lot of their music is very like a lot of the beats. Especially off of that super villain mm-hmm. uh, album, Mad Villain, like those beats or Mad Villain, mm-hmm. yeah, those that album. I'm just like this right away when I listen to it because I've been aware of. I mean, if you watched uh, Adult Swim at all growing up, you know, yeah, you know, you know if you, you know watch the MF Boondocks Doom. or any of like the side show bullshit that Adult Swim has done, you know who fucking MF Doom is. He's he's done. Yeah, what was it Danger Doom? Is what he did. Uh, something. Yeah, he did Danger Danger Doom. He did. Um, he also did like some other like small mixtape with uh, Adult Swim, which ultimately ended up falling through. They never completed the project, but it, it's MC Chris was supposed to do something with him too, and that fell through as yeah. well. Yeah, it's 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 just crazy. And the 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 most wild thing about the whole thing is like MF Doom died on Halloween. Like, yeah, that that's is the crazy thing. That yeah. is the most on brand Doom bullshit. That I heard, like I was in Peanut the Kidnappers fucking stream, and he's a, he's another one connected to the all the other streamers that I hang out with, and he that that boy is hood, but he and I <laughs> he and I were riffing on fucking you know just how MF Doom is. This is the type of motherfucker that like he would have other rappers or other stand-ins go around. It's like, hey, wear this mask and do this show, like do the fucking show, and he would he wouldn't show up. He'd have someone else do the show on their behalf. And people were just Damn. like, is that Doom? And you would never know. You would never yeah, know yeah. until, like, the show was over. Right? And the That's fact hilarious. that they didn't release the news until New Year's. And it was like, motherfucker's been dead for two months. And you're just like, this fucking asshole. This, this motherfucker. Of course. He, had, of course he wanted he to wait until the last day of 2020. 
Mm. I wanted to know. I don't think they ever said what he what did he pass away from. No, they didn't. No, they, they didn't. They, they did it, but it. and I think it's gonna be one of those things where we're not gonna find out um, the cause yeah, of death. It's better that way, in yeah. my opinion. The, the crazy thing though is just like how they kept it so under wraps. Yeah, like I mean, like especially for a celebrity, your celebrity mm-hmm. doesn't just fly under the radar like that for two months, not knowing what's going on. Like no yeah. one had any, no idea or That's any idea. Th- that's the thing about Doom. Doom wasn't like Doom was a celebrity to his to the underground. If you if you listen to like if you listen to hip hop, like really listen to hip hop, know the history of it. And like I'm not even acting like I'm a, a giant hip hop head. I I know some of my shit, and I know who the fuck Doom is. But like if like it's like I said, he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And yeah. if you if you are not like in the scene, you're not really gonna know what what he's talking about. So I would say it is fairly easy or easier for him to fly under the radar. I should say him flying under the radar, like his death, you know, being kept under wraps for so long. Right. That, you know, they didn't have yeah, to release the information. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm going to say, I th- I'm going to read the, I believe it was the Instagram message that uh, I believe Jasmine Dumil is, was his wife. Yeah. And uh, she says, begin all things by giving thanks to the all to Dumil the the greatest husband, father, teacher, student, business partner, lover, and friend I could ever ask for. Thank you for all the things you have shown, taught, and given to me, our children, and our family. Thank you for teaching me how to forgive beings and give another uh, give another chance, not to be so quick to judge and write off. Thank you for showing how not to be afraid of love and be the pre- best person I could ever be. My world will never be the same without you. Words will never express what you and Malachi mean to me. And I love both and adore you always. May the all continue to bless you, our family, and the planet. Dude, I saw it happening on Twitter when the news started breaking. Mm-hmm. And then I saw one tweet that hit me pretty hard that says, you know a motherfucker's influential when half of your Twitter stops yep. and starts to recognize him. Like, everybody was like, bro, everyone. fucking MF Doom. Richie Branson was like, nah, bro, not like this. Like, one fucking last one, like so many. LP, LP, LP was another was one. Tweeting yep. out LP, MC Chris was tweeting out about like big motherfucking player that a lot of people like a lot of kids nowadays and even adults our age are like, who the fuck is MF Doom? I'm like, you don't know, man. No, you just don't fucking know. No, fucking that's true. Like, yeah. fucking artists, fucking fucking Mike C Town, fuck everybody, everybody, everybody. It, it's 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 insane. I went and looked at like his website for his store. His store is almost sold out. Like everybody's buying everything. Yeah, there. I'm glad I got a vinyl when I did. I've that was yeah. like the first vinyl that I bought. My my Mad Villainy vinyl. That was the number one record that I bought. I've been listening because I I mean I've always been aware of MF Doom, but I haven't really like sat down and listened to him. Mm-hmm. But I've been sitting like listening. That album is fucking crazy, man. That album's so good. There's there's a lot of work that he's done that I would that would recommend. Uh, mm Food is another really great one. He did a collaboration recently. I want I don't know if it was his last collaboration that he did, but he did something with Scarface called I think it's and I think it's called Czar and the Metal Face. And it, it's in my opinion, Doom just blows him out of the water. Like I know it's a collaboration, but like yeah. Doom just comes in and fucking hooks so fucking hard. Danger Doom is another great one. King Jidora is a great one. It's fuck, dude. There's, I mean, there, Tyler the Creator had a really. He just tweeted. He goes, "Safe travels, villain." Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah. So, 
I mean, I'll be honest. That's crazy. Forty nine is not old, man. I mean, forty nine is not old at all. I mean, we talked about this. We talked about this last week with uh, even the passing of Brody Lee at forty one. I mean, it's yep. still that same age range. It's like anything, in my opinion, anything below sixty is still young. It's still yeah. young. Like you got so much life to live still. And I mean, to be taken in the mid forty, in like somewhere in the forties, that's that's just way too young. Yeah, way too young. So that's why we said this week we said fuck DMCA. And we're playing uh, MF Doom music as much as we can. <laughs> DCMA, this dick. It's yep. it's funny too because I, I've like, been playing it on the sh- all that. It's funny because like you said it too. Like a lot, a lot of people. I I honestly had no idea when you guys had posted it on the Discord. When Corey you posted it on the Discord, like, I mean, like MF Doom is dead. I'm like, who? Who? Yeah, I had which I, is completely understandable. Yeah, I mm-hmm. had no idea. But then Corey mentioned Danger Doom on Adult Swim, and I'm like, I remember that. Like I did remember that. Like that was like the one thing that I was. Because it's like, the icon. It's the mouse icon with the MF with the mask. Doom, yeah. Uh, the mask on it. Yeah. yeah. I just remember like during the bumpers they would promote that. I remember it wasn't like a, for a long time, but they were promoting like go check out the album by MF Doom and all that, like this. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. But as a kid, I was like, I didn't have the access to go get that music or anything right. before I got a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but no, that when I started listening to Mad uh, Mad Villain or Mad Villainy. I was just like, bro, like, because I'm a huge New Job Ace fan. Like, that hit me real hard. And I started hearing that music. I'm just like, fuck, man. And, you know, like, a lot of the alumni that came out of um, Adult Swim, and I don't want to say, like, it's it's everyone, who, like, it's Adult Swim that brought these motherfuckers together and shit like that. But, like, New Job Ace, LP, um, fucking MF Doom, like, they, they all have, like, this super unique style to them. Like, everything that they do is, like, super, like, off the cuff. And I, I'll even throw in fucking... I believe Tyler, the creator, is up in there, too. I mean, he I think he uh, even produced television shows or not television shows, but I think he like produced certain shows for for Adult Swim. Anybody who's ever like done Adult Swim stuff as a music artist is just insanely unique and talented. And it's I don't know. It, it, it's very it's very interesting yeah. to, to see like a maybe not necessarily in academia, but like a an alumni to come out of there. It's, I don't know. It it's sad. It's it's really sad. He's one of those really artists is. where I'm just like, you know, you're always anticipating and hoping that he comes out with something because everything that he drops, nearly everything that he drops. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Born This Way, but nearly everything that he drops is gold, absolute fucking gold. But you know, well, that's all we gotta say. Like, man, yeah. go listen to some MF Doom, and uh, I mean. Shout outs to his family and everything too. So yeah, two months, man. That's crazy to keep that. And I know, I feel like that knowing how MF doom is, he was like, yo, wait until the last day of the year to tell everybody. (laughs) What makes you Uh, wonder, right? If it's one of those things where he actually knew there was something like, did he go, we're not going to know. Like I said, we're not going to find out, but is it one of those things where he actually went to like the doctor and the doctor's like, yo man, you've got like two weeks to live. Like there's nothing we can do about it. Blah, blah. And he's just like, all right, I made my peace, but don't tell motherfuckers until I'm the end of the year I'm going out with a bang. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, like, remember we're, we're in the middle of a, a fucking pandemic too. You know? Yeah. And we, we hear about so. motherfuckers like just suddenly get it coming down with COVID. So yeah. I, well, I Larry would... King, Larry King. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Larry King's going to make it out of that, man. Mm-mm. I'm not. Larry I'm King's not. Like almost ninety. I'm not giving that motherfucker memorial. Fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking. Uh, 
Did you guys? Did you guys? Uh, now that you brought up Larry King, did you see that interview where with the actor that uh, plays Abed Abed off of the Community? Yes. Where he was yes. like, "What do you? What's your what's... like? What do you indulge in?" He's like, "I don't know. I like good coffee. I like socks." He's like, "Those aren't indulge." He's like, "What do you indulge in, Larry?" And Larry was like, "I don't know. A private jet." He goes, "I'm on Ducktales, Larry." <laughs> Like, <laughs> he goes, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> like that made me laugh that's, so hard. That's gonna be like my lasting impression of Larry King. Like just listening yeah. to some of these motherfuckers that are so detached from reality or what the the average human being goes through. Like yeah. no. Uh-huh. You can you can hold that COVID. That's all I gotta say. You can yep. hold that COVID. But speaking of unfortunate circumstances, Apollo Legend, the the prolific speed running i guess commentator also yeah. passed away very very recently i want to say towards the, like after christmas paul legend is the content creator that was in embroiled with the billy mitchell yeah the lawsuit with billy mitchell uh the ongoing yeah. like the ongoing lawsuit with billy mitchell it was it was crazy we had, uh we we've, we've reported on a lot of the stuff that happened and all that. So if you listen to our podcast, you know a little bit about who Apollo Legend is. Yeah, there's a lot of negativity swarming that situation. I mean, obviously, because the, the the man took his own life. Uh, he was young. Right. He was only 19, I think. He was he was very very young. Was he? Yeah, he was very very young, like surprisingly young. It, it I I don't know, man. Like he got to start um pretty much calling out the games done quick charity saying you know wondering where the money is going why they're cracking down on certain content certain content managers but like certain speedrunners for their speech for the jokes that they made just outright banning yeah. them from events because of like silly things like the one that i can think of most vividly was bonesaw's run of um of jack and daxter or jack 2 and they they just straight up banned him after it. It was just like you're banned for like another year or so because of the the, the stupid jokes that he was making. Nothing that was like off offhand, just like maybe mildly annoying. That's the only thing like yeah. I could really think of. We probably said worse on this podcast. So. Yeah, but then like he started he started going off the deep end a little bit by defending white supremacists and yeah. other unsightly people. I guess you can say, and he. In his suicide notes, uh, he called out two specific content creators that pretty much called him out on his bullshit. Pretty much saying, "Hey, thanks for the the push that you gave me." And I'm that that is like the the sign. Now that's an investigation. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say that that's necessarily an investigation. I mean, like, yeah, you can say that's an investigation, but I mean, like, everything that they shared was factual. The problem is, is that. Right. The entire situation is fucked because this was a young man who was deeply disturbed and could not find yeah. an out. And he had medical issues going on in the background along with the stress of being sued for millions of dollars that now that debt could possibly just fall onto his family. You know, yeah. it's and that's what he mentioned in the video, too. He actually did say that, like, if you guys going to do anything for me, go ahead and donate a dollar to my family so they can go ahead and take care of these issues that are going to be basically passed on to them because I'm no longer in this world. And it's just crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. It's wild. It's absolutely fucking wild. And the last, we can't confirm if if it actually was said, but allegedly Billy Mitchell was rev, reveling in. Oh, I got it pulled up. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
because yeah. I don't I don't feel like he didn't say it. So, oh shit, Doctor Orochi. Like two years. It was like two hey, homies, good luck yo, with the two years ago. Welcome, thank you. Wrapping hey, up with lux. work, but just want to pop in and say GLHF. See you guys soon. Hey, bro. Yeah, give him a shout out. He's Appreciate good people. It, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the Good shout out thing fun. works. I made sure to make sure it hey. works this time. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. But no, like you said, we don't know if this screenshot is true or not. But I know that Billy Mitch is a piece of shit. So I wouldn't say that he wouldn't say this stuff. So. Yeah. I think the focus really needs to just come down to, you know, Apollo Legend and his family, mostly his family, because like the they're the yeah. ones who really are suffering at the end of the day. They have to bury their child and also deal with the mountain of debt that you know they've essentially inherited. So it's it sucks. It yeah. There, there was this... there was no good. There was no happy ending coming out of any of this. No, I mean there's so Fuck many it. factors going into it. Like it's just it's just crazy. Like he said it himself in the video and in his uh, in his note. Like he seeked out help. He's done so many things. And I think that's just the crazy thing about it. We've talked about it briefly here before. The the mental health is a serious issue. Yeah. And it just it's it's crazy. Sometimes people just want to be heard. And there's no answer that you can give them that's gonna make them feel better. It's just you just gotta make sure that, like, hey, you're okay, you're good. Like, let it out, dude. It's no worries. Like it happens to the best of us, it happens yep. to the worst of us. Just and it's just crazy. And this to is some of the like, worst time for that too. Like that yeah. twenty twenty was well, like I mean, a huge it, shit. D- yeah, 2020 with the pandemic, the limited things going on with people being able to interact in the world. Some of the things that you used to do to kind of uh, distract yourself from it, you can't do anymore. And then, yeah, I mean, seasonal depression sucks, man. The holidays can be a killer if you're out there alone by yourself and feeling lost and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I think that that's a little bit deeper than just seasonal depression, bro. Oh, that. what Apollo had, yeah, yeah. That is... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, like, overall, like, there's so many factors that can kick in. Yeah. And yeah. it's just crazy to think that he was just like, I feel helpless. Like, I feel like there's nothing anyone can do for I me. I think right the now. weirdest thing was like, I, I'm not obviously not going to show the video. If you want to go watch it, go and find yeah, it yourself. Don't show that. But don't show that. Yeah. It, uh, he was just very. What was a little unnerving was he was just calm. That the was worst part. Well, that is the the face of an individual who was very set on what it is that he was done. going to do. Yeah. He was done. So, but I mean, we, the, and the reason we're even bringing this up, they're like, why the fuck are they talking about that? It's because we've, I mean, we've talked about Apollo legend for over the last year. We've been following the stories. We've been on his side. A lot of the times against the Billy Mitchell stuff. Yeah. Say and, what you uh, will about some of his opinions, you know, when he had something right yeah when he was when he was on the right path and you know you back him up i'll I'll call you out every single fucking time but when you're right you're right that's just what it comes down to it's just weird what billy actually sued him for like he wasn't even suing him for like the defamation he's just like you used my stuff illegally it's like whatever i'm not i'm not gonna give billy mitchell that it's 2021 fuck you billy mitchell so fucking but yeah that uh that was a pretty pretty somber opening but it had to be done so there we go what a way to ring in 2021 <laughs> yeah, what a way to end it and what a way to ring it yeah i mean because they were back to back right wasn't like apollo legend was like on the 30th it was announced and then doom was the 31st yeah 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 it's i don't know i was waiting what was bad was on the first i was on twitter and i'm just like all right who's it gonna be who's number three whose name is gonna pop up I mean, I already lost one of mine two years ago. Like when Anthony Bourdain hit, like that one was really tough for me. 
And then when Neil Pert passed away, I think earlier this year, might have been late last year, mm-hmm. that hit me real hard too. So I don't yeah, know. See, man. for me, go ahead, Chris. I'm no, Chris. no, no, you're good. Oh, oh yeah, no, for for me, yeah, for me, dude, I I think um, January when when we lost Kobe was like a really hard hit for me, yeah. just because I grew up in LA. A little background story of that is that um, my mom my mom has been working at the Staples Center since they opened it up. Oh wow! So I I saw Kobe grow up with oh, the Shaq wow. dynasty and all that stuff. Like we used to go to games all the time. We used to hang out sometimes at the suites. Like it was just it was just wild. It was just wild that. So when he passed away, it wasn't just that like, oh, a celebrity. I felt like I genuinely lost a friend from the community. Yeah. Like I was like, man, there goes my buddy. And also a young, a young dude. Like, you know what I mean? He had so many things that he wanted to do and after he retired from the NBA. And then recently with Luke Harper, like that one too. Also just Brody Lee. Like I just really, really. Yeah. Like I, that was another one that I was just like, man, like this guy is going to go places. And he had the, ro- the rocket strapped onto him. And also it feels like you see it from the community outpour that we lost some really good people and it just, it sucks. Shit. Around the time of Anthony Bourdain, we lost Bourdain, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington, like all within like two or three months. And I was just like, fuck all from, and it was all from depression. Like all their depressions got them. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck man. So, I mean, if I've never, I don't know if I've ever really told the story, but Anthony Bourdain's the whole reason that I even pick up, stuff to cook like that's why anytime i go into a kitchen and even when i was young i have a super battered copy of kitchen confidentials which was the first book he had published it's a fantastic book if you ever just want to read like the seedy underside of like how kitchens used to be and like growing up in that and like i read that book and that's when i automatically knew it was like i'm gonna cook one day like that's what i want to be and Mm -hmm. i've just strived to be a person like him and it sucks, man. Like, your inner demons will get you, so. But. Anyway. Anyway. Let's try to anyway. brighten the mood a little bit. Eddie, what have you been up yes. to this week? Uh, actually, I worked on um, some new panels and, uh, uh, what's it called, banners for the channel. So I got those up and running yesterday. Um, they nice. came out looking pretty sweet. Other than that, I've just been playing some Resident Evil on the PlayStation. I was thinking about actually Last night, I was thinking about playing some Final Fantasy VII Remake again, just to kind of go through the new game plus. And then I hung out with my, my brother and his family for New Year's. We did a little pit fire, some barbecue, beers. I saw uh, that, The best way yeah. I could describe it. Yeah. Beers, tears, and barbecue, man. That's what it was. <laughs> so it was a rough... Dude, it was it was rough, man. Like, it was just... We're all trying to make the best of things and just trying to yeah. focus on what's going to come because we know it's not over and, you know, we at least we survived 2020 and we're being optimistic and... But yeah, that was that's basically what I've been doing. I got a pickup. I actually uh, this is oh, something shame. I've been waiting for from from first four figures that. Oh, you got Yo! yours in? Yeah, I yeah. have mine shipped. I haven't gotten mine yet. That's pretty sick. Yeah, so that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty I, wild, I yeah. think the base lights up and the eyes light up. So see, for and, audio- and, and, and I and I, I want to know, see, because oh yeah, it does. Yeah, base, for audio uh, listeners, he's showing the first four figures, uh, Majora's Mask uh, statue replica that just was uh i mean i think we pre-ordered it like half a year ago yeah i think it was announced like june yeah, yeah it was somewhere around like there, that it takes them yeah. a while to get in my roommate yeah. seth was uh was looking at that because uh he was talking about it when i got my sonic the hedgehog goalpost yeah, or yeah. lamppost i've got mine as well yeah yeah dude nice fucking yeah no it's gorgeous i'm envious i, I have the I shovel knight one I... 
Yeah, no, the Shovel Knight one's probably the best one I've seen. That one took two years for it. Like, I remember backing it and buying it, and then it took like two years for it to come out. But it's the best statue that I own. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Yeah, this is my fourth uh, first four figure item that I have. Uh, the first one was actually gifted to me. I really didn't know about first four figures. Um, but the first one was gifted to me about two or three years ago. And it was the Crash Bandicoot, the one where he's just kind of like oh, doing yeah, his yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And then I went to a local, like, uh, I don't know what, you, a gamer collectible shop here out in Vegas. It's called We Play. And mm-hmm. super cool, like retro and modern. Like they do everything from like D&D and like tabletop gaming and like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and like. Okay. So it's just, they have they have everything. Um, imports and all that stuff. And I remember I walked in there and I saw this this Ganondorf. They had this salad like Ganondorf Ooh, from Twilight yeah. Princess with that's the sword. A, that's a good Ganondorf, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just like one twenty five, like one hundred and twenty five bucks. And Not I was just bad. like, dude, I've never seen that before. Like, what is this? So I was like, all right, like I'll, I'll pick it up. And then I looked into it and I ended up buying the Link Twilight version oh, nice. of him with like the with the sword. And then I looked up Zelda and I'm like, yeah, I'm passing up on Zelda. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not paying. Dude, she goes for like about a thousand bucks on eBay, and there's a Jesus. there's a dude there's a dude that has it listed here on OfferUp for seven hundred bucks, and I'm like five. It must have been a, it must have been a really <laughs> limited run. Yeah, yeah. There must be something special but, about that one. And I mean, there of course there's like there's like the Skull Kid from first four figures there you can mm-hmm. get, but it's also a limited item. There's like a evil or. No, Dark Link fierce, or something like it's that. Fierce Deity Link is. Yeah, 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 there it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Fierce That's, Deity Link. So yeah. Fierce Deity Link and the actual R Wing that they did an R Wing, those were really really early in first four figures life cycle. So they're hard yeah. as fuck to find now. Gotcha. I would love to have those two. The Fierce Deity, like I see it go around on eBay sometimes. Yeah, uh, no. but I don't think I'll ever get the. I don't think I'll ever get the Princess Zelda one. That has to be something where like. I get one of those donations on stream where like, hey, bro, here's 5,000 bucks. And I'm just like, million donation. (laughs) And I'm like, Chrono Trigger or (laughs) or Princess Zelda. Right. But yeah, that's awesome. That means uh, mine's been shipped. I got a I think the I checked the day that I got the email for the ship. The shipping tracking hadn't like updated yet. So it didn't tell me where it was. But I'm going to check it after this podcast because I should be getting it next week because they look super nice. Yeah, they're really nice, and I think that uh, one was only like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I heard it was super cheap. I, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah I think it, it was like only like a hundred bucks. Yeah, because it's, it's yeah, not very crazy. big, but it's still it's still it's solid, which mm-hmm. is gonna be great because that 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 mask legitimately freaks me out. Like it's just it's an unsettling mask when you like actually sit there and look at it for a little bit. Because I was doing a bead art because someone had commissioned years ago. They had commissioned a big bead art of the Majora's Mask. And while I was doing it, I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, I got really fucking unsettled while I was making it. I don't know <laughs> you, what it you was. Think, you think that the, the rumors are real? The rumors no, are true? No, it's not the root. Ru- no, I just like, you think, it's just You think weird. that the lore is legit? You're going to go crazy? Be, we don't know. It's 2021. I mean, thing, Shit's crazy, the, the, man. <laughs> the thing about it is, it's one of those things, right? Like, where that mask looks like one of those masks that you see, like, in the Japanese lore or, like, the, uh, you know, the African lore where it's supposed yeah. to be a legit, terrifying mask. Like, mm-hmm. So I would be the creep the hell out. 
I would be creeped the hell out if I wake up and I see a mask like that just staring at me. Like, what the hell? Where did this come from? You know what I mean? Just like randomly So we bought one to put in our rooms then. (laughs) Yeah. And we're going to display it and then it's going to light up. It's going to, then my Korok is going to be destroyed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's why you need the fierce deity one to cancel it all out. Yeah. So that's not like, that's how I beat Majora's Mask, by the way. I had a walkthrough and I got all the masks. I was like, oh, Majora's easy. And then years later I went back. I was like. And I didn't do the fierce deity stuff, and I was like, "Oh, this is bullshit. This is really hard. it's kind of a harder uh, fight now when I can't just sit there and swing my sword and the magical beam comes out." So it's dumb. Yeah, but that's my week. That's been my week. I haven't. Uh, other than that, it just like I said, just been uh, dealing with the internet situation, still waiting to get fixed. And um, but yeah, hell yeah, yeah. sounds good. Corey, well, what have you been doing? I so Monday we did more of uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm still having a blast with that game. Just loving it, going through it. I believe we just finished up Dathomir, and I think I think we went back to the Shadow. I think we went to the Shadowlands. I might have did Shadowlands before Dathomir, but oh no, I know what I'm doing. I'm on the Ice Planet now because I have to rebuild my lightsaber. Oh, so okay. I might I might be farther. I think I'm over. I'm I'm definitely over halfway through the game, but I'm having fun with it. I'm still just playing it every Monday until I'm done with it. And, uh, but yeah, I got a lot of people, people come in and just like, this game's great. You should play it more and more. And I'm like, I'm not playing it nonstop. This is just my first <laughs> time playing it. So, but, uh, and then on Tuesday we played uh, an indie game called Scourgebringer and that game is fucking fun. That game is so fun. It's by digital deer villagers or something like that on steam. It's like a $12 game on steam right now. Well, probably not when this podcast comes out. But as of right now, it's on sale right now. Super solid soundtrack, super solid uh, pixel art, and it's a roguelike dungeon crawler. And I love those kinds of games. Like, if you know me at all, I love those games. Yeah, you're a big roguelike uh, fan. It was super fun. Like, learning the mechanics and, like, the biggest problem is there's a dash button, but you're not invincible when you dash. So, like, if you dash... You can still get hit by bullets. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, shit, I'm going to pull it up for so people can see it. I'm just like, God damn it, this is tough. So, But, I mean, I spent $18 and got the one with the soundtrack as well because that soundtrack is ridiculously good. So, so you got a physical but, copy of it? No, no, no. I got the Steam version. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's, on, um, it's on the Switch for 15 bucks right now. But that's without, okay. the, that's, that's without the soundtrack. I made it's it funny, to I, the second world after playing it for I, about three hours. Sick. It's not bad. I looked yeah. it up on the Switch right now, and it says pricing unavailable. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. I do know that it's on <laughs> Steam, though. It is on Steam. So, But, yeah, I had been seeing, like, Andy Cortez and John Smith, like, tons of people, especially the Funhouse crew, they were playing mm-hmm. this game. And I'm just like, I like this shit, and it's got... It's got a really weird lore. I don't know what's going on with the lore right now. There's, like, it's really, really cool... And uh, but I I was just blown away by the pixel art is what I was blown away by. Yeah, no, the game is gorgeous. It reminds me a little bit of um, oh, what was that one fucking game? Not not Salt and Sanctuary. It reminds me a bit of Hyperlight Drifter, kind of. Hyperlight yeah. Drifter is a little yeah. bit more along the lines of like open world, whereas this is it's more Zelda. Yeah, this one, but yeah, no, Hyperlight Drifter reminds me a lot of that game. No, dope. I'll check it out. Yeah, you definitely should. Like I said, it's only 12 bucks on PC right now. So, mm-hmm. And then uh, other than that, 
so I played I played Final Fantasy VII. I played it uh, on Wednesday, and that was fun. We got I think we're right before le- we're right before leaving Midgar. If I would have played for another hour, we would have got out of Midgar. Right. But I had to stop streaming and all that stuff. That mod that I got, the Seventh Heaven mod, is fantastic. Like it makes everything look so fucking good. I also forgot that the Don Cornero stuff was so early in the game. Oh yeah, like, no, I did not know. I forgot it was that early in the game, like the the Honey Bee, whatever it is, and all that. When you go to Wall Market, yeah, and yeah. Uh, they got through a lot of shit back then. Like when it came to that, I was just like, oh, this Freddie Mercury guy, I think, just had sex with me, or was at least touching me, <laughs> and then like all these other horn dogs that are trying to fuck Aerith. Or Ares, because that's what fucked me up as a kid, too. Because, like, as a kid, we're told it's Ares, but it's actually Aerith and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I was just like, man, they got away with a lot of shit back then. I heard, now, the part where Cloud's like, I'll cut it off, and then Aerith is like, I'll rip it off or I'll smash it. I heard that part was taken out of the remake. It's what someone said in the chat. Like, that dialogue, like, when they said that stuff was taken out of the remake. Oh, I thought that was still in there. I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I think I think it's in there, but I don't think it's in that context. Yeah. I think it's just it's it's more of a yeah. I'll rip it off, or it's not exact. It's not as, yeah. it's not as exact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still excited. I I'm still gonna be playing that because my plan is to play that and then play Crisis Core and then play Final Fantasy VII Remake. But then I made the mistake. I saw someone on Twitter had a really cool Final Fantasy IX background, and I think Chris, you saw that tweet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it dawned on me, I was like, is there a PC mod for Final Fantasy IX? And there 100% is. <laughs> it, it is called, let me see, Maguri Mod. Uh, let's pull this up. So it makes the game, I mean, it just does exactly what the Final Fantasy VII mod does. It just mm-hmm. makes it look so much better. It just upscales like, you know, the 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 background and like it's all like they've gone in there and like redone a bunch of shit in the game. And uh, I don't know. It looks really good. And now I'm just like, fuck, I just want to play this now. So <laughs> but uh, you can go to uh, I think it's uh, you can Google Maguri mod. And I mean, they have a little video on showing you how like the updated textures and all that stuff look. I I personally I understand that Final Fantasy VII is a fantastic like it's a staple game in the gaming history, but I personally like Final Fantasy IX more because it's more. I feel like it's more fantasy, like if you you know Final Fantasy VII like using like rocks to summon demons and shit like that. That's fantasy as well too, but like I don't know. I it's just the aesthetic of Final Fantasy IX that I like more. You you like the the Evilese aesthetic. Or like the the actual yeah. like medieval type shit. So here's my thing. I I prefer the the setting, the the <laughs> futuristic dystopian or dystopian setting that Final Fantasy VII has. Final Fantasy IX is just the better game. It's got better characters. It's got better pacing. It's yeah. got some of the best like not side characters but secondary characters. Like Vivi Vivi is like my favorite like oh, secondary Vivi and character. Steiner are are the bomb. Yeah, they're they're the absolute best fucking characters in that game like i don't even think that what's his name god damn it who's the main character of uh final fantasy IX? zidane yeah zidane i don't even think he's that interesting until you get to the fourth disc when you find out what exactly he is yeah but the side characters are cool i, I mean 
I've never played nine. Oh, dude, you gotta. (laughs) You should. You you gotta catch up. That's just what it is. You gotta catch up. I know a a lot. A lot of people have told me, like when I was playing Final Fantasy uh, VII the remake and Chrono Trigger, they were like, "Dude, have you played Final Fantasy IX? Like, you'll really like Final Fantasy IX. You should play Final Fantasy IX." I'm like, (laughs) I've never had any interest in playing Final Fantasy IX or eight, for that matter. I remember when they came out, and I was just like, "All right, cool." Like, don't play eight. Read about Dude, there's yeah. a lot of people that will argue on that fucking eight thing. I I'll never fuck played. Them up. I played seven. I played seven and then I played nine. I just didn't have any want to play. I think I actually played them. I didn't play them when they released either. Like I think I played seven and then I got nine later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <she's> so- <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Chat. I told you you were gonna piss some people off. That's Before, fine. What I've seen too is they've actually not only is it just an upscale, they've gone in and redrawn a bunch of shit. Yes. To make it look better. Yes. So, I don't know. I want to play Final Fantasy IX, but my heart's like... I'm not going to not say that I didn't buy this on Steam. So, <laughs> And I'm not going to not say that I didn't download this mod. But I haven't tested it yet. So <laughs> It's also weird, too, because this is the version that lets you use four people instead of three. Final Fantasy IX has always allowed oh. you to use four people instead of three. Or are no, you no, talking about Final Fantasy VII? That's what I'm saying is this is the first one that lets you use four players in a battle instead of three, like the OG Final Fantasy 1. Well, four characters in battle was commonplace up until, I want to say, Final Fantasy 6. Final Fantasy 6 was the first one to reduce it down to three characters. And then when they came out with nine, then yes. Chat? Mm, I don't know about that one. Chat, there's there's a conflict right now. So here's, here's my thing. I told you you pissed somebody it, off. It's fine. It's fine. We're going to talk about it. This, this is my stance when it comes to the PlayStation Final Fantasy games. Uh, it's it, it goes 9, 7, 8 for me. 7. 7 is... The reason why 7 gets so much hype is because it's the first. It is the first major RPG to come out on a, you know, a polygonal console. Yeah. And for what it does, it's it's done very, very well. But it's still very early. I mean, you look at the character models, and they're fucking chibis. You know, the only time that you see, like, an actual, like, fucking big dick cloud strife is in combat. In the battle. In battle. That's what, that's, you know. And then the, I I would argue that the story is very, very one-dimensional in a lot of aspects. A lot of the things that people remember about Final Fantasy VII is, like, the relationships between Cloud, Aerith, and Tifa, and then the conflict. Well, it's also the fucking twist. Yeah, I mean the twist is a big thing too. But the thing is, like you've had twists in in older Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy VII is structured in a very similar way as Final Fantasy V and Four. Four is probably a little bit better in storytelling, but in in three, it still has that very early style of storytelling. It's improved, but it still feels very archaic in some areas. Whereas, like you compare that to something like Nine. And nine is just like everyone is fleshed out. There's multiple things going on at the same time. The the character arcs are deep. Steiner and Vivi, especially. Yeah. Zadane later the on. Summon- the summoner, like not Garnet, but the other one later on, the younger summoner. Well, I would even argue that Garnet has a great uh character arc early in the game as well when she's trying to escape her mother. So yeah. That's where I'm at. The, my issue with 8 is that a lot of the things that I just mentioned do not exist. I feel like 8 was very, very rushed in certain aspects of the story. 
And it's hard for me to watch everything and give a shit because it's like, oh, this is a bunch. It, it almost plays out like an anime, a fast paced anime. That's my issue with with Final Fantasy VIII. I'm gonna tell you right now. I think the gunblade's fucking stupid. Like, uh, no, I think the gunblade is cool. Like, I I legitimately think. The well, you're gun an blade... edgelord. That's why well, you no, think it's cool. You. Fuck you. I think that the gunblade is legitimately fucking cool. I hate Squall. I think Squall is better in <laughs> Kingdom Hearts than he is in Final Fantasy VIII. Oh God. Yuna said we have. I know we have Gunbreaker in Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. I rolled my eyes until they fell out of my head when I saw that that class was announced. So. Le- Leon is better than Squall. I said it. Fight me. Oh, God. You just try to. We only have like a couple of fi- fans. So. <laughs> it's okay. Conflict brings a. Uh... Brings us together, man. If we know anything from the Atari VCS, then yes, conflict breeds <laughs> success is what it is. Uh, but no, so that's that's the problem. I can't do two Final... I could do two Final Fantasy games in a, not in a week, but I don't know. I might be playing this one in my off time just to see how it is. Okay. But other than that, I've, I finished... Well, I finished laying the flooring of uh, my, our new home gym. Cool. Nice. We turn, yeah, we have an extra room that we got the extra crap out of, and I put some of that cushion flooring on the bottom, and uh, got a couple, like, our, our weight selection is terrible right now, but that's shit that you gotta progressively buy unless you find, like, a really good deal from someone somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, but I got yeah. that set up, and of course, I left the door open last night, and one of the cats pulled, like, you know... The, those cushions, uh, jigsaw puzzles, they have things that you can put on the outside to, like, make it a clean, like, edge. The bitch fucking shoot, pulled it up and chewed it in half. And I was just like, you son of a bitch. And luckily I had extra ones. So now the door has to be shut because I can't have nice things at all because I have four fucking cats. And one of them's in heat and her appointment to get fixed isn't until the 21st. God damn. So that's your fault. So that one's walking around the house. She's going, oh, and I'm just like, hey, and she'll just like, because she she's stuck to me. Like, she'll just like if I walk, she has to be walking in front of me, like guiding me. I'm like, you don't have to walk. Like, I know where to go. So, that's, that's like some hentai shit about to happen. I don't know, man. No, fuck that. No, she was. <laughs> fuck you, you asshole. No, like she's just like even when I walk into the living room and I sit in the recliner, all the cats sit on me. And my wife goes, why do they like you when you hate them? I was like, <laughs> if you hate something, it makes them want you more sometimes. So they know who get, they know who feeds them. So that's what it is. That's probably what yeah. it is. Uh, and then the other thing that I've been doing was, so the, I have to, I think I have to blame Zombie Hunter on this one. I think that's, it was Zombie that, Hunter. He, he's an easy scapegoat. That's fine. Yeah, I think so. Zombie Hunter was either in our chat or our Discord or somebody else's Discord, and they were talking about One Piece. And we've talked about One Piece before. It's huge fucking manga slash anime. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, you know, Epo's uh, been Hajime no Epo's been around since like 1989, and they're about equal in the amount of chapters. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I haven't like I watched old Epo episodes, but I never read Epo. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So the other night, I- I'm re- I'm 53 chapters into Epo already. There's 1,400 chapters. So, <laughs> Okay. But 
I'm loving it. I love everything about it. I love the because in the manga they can get away with some of the funnier like risque jokes that you can't do in the anime. Right. Uh, I do have to remember that this was written and drawn in 1989, uh, because there's a there's a part. So okay, so Epo's third round match or first round match in the rookie tournament, which is what he's in right now, is a, a gentleman called Jason Ozma. And they're like, what the fuck? That must be a ring name. They found out Jason Ozma is an American person that lives in Japan. Well, Jason Ozma is also an African-American gentleman. And when they see him, they're just like, what the fuck? Like, because they, they've ne- not most of the characters in that, you know, like manga have only seen an African-American boxer in like, you know, like TV. a movie or TV. Like they know they reference Mike. They reference like actual boxers that exist. Well, Epo's all like freaking out and everything. So one of the Aoki, one of the other main characters of the gym, gets the bright idea to just go full black body. To like, yeah. And I just went, I was reading it last night and I went, whoa. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, but then in my head, I was like, it wasn't, it was 1989. It was crazy. Like, I messaged in because my sleep schedule's been fucked. I, I went to bed at 7 a.m. this morning and woke up at like noon. So I have been completely fucked. But last night I read four hours of Epo. I'm Epo. loving it. I'm loving. I love Epo. I love the anime. I love everything about it. It's it's a super long running anime or uh, manga series. But if you start reading it, just remember when it was made. All right, because there's, whew, it was it was. I just went no. <laughs> like, That's what uh, I'm afraid it, of. It, like it, going it, back to certain certain series. Like I'm glad. I'm glad Yu Yu Hakusho didn't have that issue, but there, there are just some, you try to chalk it up as a relic of the time, but I, yeah. I don't know. I don't Cause know. a lot of people, the someone, cause I read in the comments, comments of that chapter, people were like, Whoa, that was racist. And people were like, bro, it's 1989 and it was Japan. Like, what do you think? Like, <laughs> they're like, they're, Japan's not racist. I'm like, ah, mm. yeah, they are a little bit. <laughs> so, but no, Epo's great. I'm loving it. So. <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's it's nice to be like, because like, especially when I'm reading like My Hero Academia, which I'm far behind on, I'm like, all right, let's just get through it. I know I only have six more chapters. This, I'm like, just read it at a steady pace because you got a minute. Like <laughs> pretty much, like I've been really contemplating jumping into One Piece. Like just really contemplating. If I, know I finish they... Epo, I might as well do One Piece. Exactly. It's fucking. I really want to get into One Piece because I've I've seen like chapter one thousand. I'm just like okay, yeah. There's some cool fights in One Piece, so there's also a lot of shit you could skip too. Mm-hmm. I also feel bad because Eddie doesn't really have anything to say right now. So- <laughs> <laughs> I have, dude. I, I've never watched One Piece. I just recently found out about Epo. I still people keep telling me that I need to get into Juju Kaisen or right. whatever. Oh, that's supposed to be the it's that, that's supposed to be and, the and, better and, Naruto. Yeah, and my my thing, which is another one that I've never watched anything of. It's it's it's, and that's my issue. Like I have Funimation, I have access to these animes, and I keep watching the same ones. That's all the my time. thing. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, yeah, Attack on Titan, and I'm like, I never even finished Food Wars. I should I should really finish Food Wars for multiple reasons. I've yeah, had, <laughs> I, I've had Funimation yeah. for the last year, and I've only watched Cromarty High School four times. Well, that's great. Cromarty <laughs> High School is amazing. Like, you can't, like... Yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's, like, I need to... I was just... Like... Well, the thing is with Epo is... 
my thing with an anime is people tell me it's good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I just kind of throw it off. But then I see something from the anime and I'm like, holy shit, I need to watch this or read this. It happened with Gurren Lagan. It happened with uh, My Hero Academia. And it really happened with Ippo. Because there is a fight. I'm not going to spoil it. But there is a fight where it. I, I need to link it because a lot of people probably aren't going to watch Ippo. But it's. I think it's the one of the big fights for him to get a belt. And he's fight. I think, Chris, you know what I'm talking about. He's fighting against Sendo, the mm-hmm. Naniwa Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fucking gets that uppercut and goes into the Dempsey roll for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I went, what the fuck is the Dempsey roll? And I looked it up. Let me see. I And I you got to – it's got to be a GIF. Like, I've seen the GIF too. So let's go. Ifo, Dempsey roll, Sendo. It – the music that they play too is uh, called like the fighting or the spirit fighting or something like that. Like for people that don't know Epo and you're on the stream right now, it's fucking amazing. Cause like they actually use airplane engine noises in the anime to represent his weight shifting from one side of his body to the other. It's, it's fucking wild, man. It's one of the reasons that like, it's the only sports anime that I like. Even though I have seen some cool stuff with, like, what's that volleyball one I've been seeing recently? Like, that one looks really cool. So, oh, wait, nobody can see it right now. So, this is great. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, about volleyball. The only volleyball, like, scene I vaguely remember is the Fates Day Night one where Saber is facing off against Archer and uh, and Lancer. No, there's... I mean, that was this cool. Is a, this one was uh, something with an H. I don't know what it was, but I've been seeing some clips about it and everything. But, like, right here, he's about to go into the Dempsey role. Yep. And it's just fucking, fucking amazing. This this right here is what got me into Epo. Like, this is what it was. And also, Sendo's a fucking asshole, but I love him so much. He's such a good, like, like oh, God. It just it hurts me watching this. Like, just to be, like, getting... Cause, that's the thing with Epo is like everyone's like, oh, he's a little dude. He does, but he hits like a fucking truck. Everyone like his small jab, like people are like, holy shit, that almost killed me. So like, but that's the only thing Epo has going for him. He has no other tricks or anything. He like he doesn't even get the Dempsey roll until like episode a hundred. Like he doesn't get the Dempsey roll for a long time. So. I mean, does he have any other abilities yeah. later on in the show, or is is that just it? he he gets a lot of shit in the manga? Okay, because the manga, because I mean, the anime we only have the old anime. I think only went up to like episode one hundred or one hundred and something, and then it only went up to the Sendo fight. Mm-hmm. And then the new anime is only like twenty six episodes, and it came out four or five years ago. Okay, and they haven't made any more. But if you want another super really good one, the last episode of the newest season is uh the story of his uh coach back in world war ii when he was fighting and that's fucking insane because he's fighting like uh he's fighting uh an american uh a troop like a, yes, an american soldier I remember, that's there i remember that, and the yeah. american soldier is a fucking asshole like completely asshole he cheated and almost killed one of his best friend that was gonna beat him but it, like he like rabbit punched him and he couldn't fight anymore Epo is Super, super good, and I'm super glad that I'm reading it again. I know Hajime no Ippo kind of reminds me of like children's Baki, 
Like it's still good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I see. I, it, yeah. I, I see. I see Hajime no Ippo, and I'm just like, I could watch this, but then there's Baki. I'm gonna go watch Baki. <laughs> I don't know. So the thing with Ippo is, it's not just Ippo that's good. It does the My Hero Academia thing, mm-hmm. where you're like, I get it. Deku is the main character, but all of these supporting characters, they flesh them out and give them their own arcs. And it's yes. fantastic. Like with Aoki and Kimura, you know they're not the greatest boxers. Mm-hmm. But in the newest season, there's like three episodes dedicated to one of Aoki's fights where he ultimately loses, but like he grows so much as a character. So I don't know. go watch Ippo. Go read it. It's amazing. That's all I have to say. My only <laughs> counterpoint to that is like, and I forget the, the guy's name, but like there's an antagonist who like gets into Hillary Clinton's face. And pretty much like force her to do some type of shit. Like there's there's actual like world leaders in Baki, and all of them are oh, powerless. Like what the fuck are you to, talking like, about? <laughs> the main characters and the main antagonists in Baki. It's absolutely fucking stupid. So yeah, go go watch both. I don't I don't care. Go watch Baki. Baki's dumb. <laughs> it's great. And then the last thing I got some pickups. Well, the only thing I really got a pickup of was my. Uh... My Super Game Boy came in. Hey, dope. I don't have the box. I nice. don't have the box. The box is actually over on the the shelf. The box is a little banged up. I mean, it's also like over twenty years old. Yeah. But this thing's in really nice condition and it works. And uh, I forgot how cool this thing was. I forgot that it just doesn't. It doesn't just play like this the the Game Boy games, but it just like lets you do like color customization and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of really cool stuff. I think I got it with shipping with the box is for like thirty bucks, which bad. isn't too bad because these usually run around twenty ish, uh, somewhere around there. But if I were to find the manual, then technically I have a complete in box. So if I find the manual one day, there we go. Fucking nuts. But uh, I think I think that's all I did. Nice. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's all I did. Yeah, I've got a I've got a short week. Largely, like my first half of the week went to contracts because lo and behold <laughs> eddie forte is now an official member of scrubverse oh, yeah. podcast wondering when everyone was going to say that That's shit sweet. but you know don't worry he's on i got he, it he's on the payroll of the place that we don't get checks from exactly so. we pay people we don't <laughs> yeah. we don't get paid we pay people yeah um, this is a hole did you know you didn't know that this is a money <laughs> hole. It's, so. it's, it's a whole money pit bro but no when i after i finished all those contracts and stupid shit Haru did an excellent job on his first clip for the podcast, so I'm very, very <laughs> excited about what the next ones to come. Everyone, go to Scrubverse Podcast on YouTube. Go support our boys' fucking uh, our fucking work. You know, I had, I had minimal input on it, so that was all. Did you? Yeah, that was all fucking Haru. That's interesting because I would have thought after watching it, you had a shit ton of input. Oh no, 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 no! That was largely. Haru's work. I had my whole like input on that was just like, hey, timing over here. These two pictures are overlaying over here. Throw in this one minor gag. That was it. Everything else, it was all him. So he put in that fucking VTuber shit. I love it. I I saw him do that. I saw him do it. I'm just like, oh yes, put it on his face. Put it on his fucking face. His shit's pretty good though. Like. Uh, my only critique would be I feel like the background music was a little high. My fault. But your fault? Okay. My fault. <laughs> That's because I'm Other deaf. than that, 
other than that, yeah, because, like, during the wheezing laugh part, the music kind of not ruins it, but you're just like, okay. Because, like, the version that I watched last night didn't have the music, and I was just like, the minute it started, there's a camera joke. And I'm just like, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing. So, I don't know. I'm watching it right now. So, I I really like the direction that it's going, though. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm proud of him. So, Besides that, we played Sonic Rush on Wednesday, Thursday, one of the two days. We played some Sonic Rush. Finally, a good Sonic game. Great, great fucking Sonic game. Uh, it's, it's been a while. It's been quite a it's while. It's been a minute. It's been it's a minute. Been a goddamn minute. Uh, it, to the point where I'm going to finish the game. Because I originally wasn't going to finish the game because I've already beaten it before. Nah, fuck that. I need to revel in this before I go play other bad Sonic games. So we're going to play some more Sonic Rush next week, and I'll probably round it up with, like, a smaller game, like maybe Sonic Blast. Got to remember where I'm at because I need to remind myself that Sonic games are shit. So why not just make the last Game Gear game that's ever come out be the one that I stick to? Um, <laughs> and then after that, we did some Fantasy Star 4. Today, I already talked about it. it I've, I'm now past the point where I got previously in the game so many fucking years ago. I didn't know that we left the first planet because the entire story of Fantasy Star 4 was like, hey, everything that happened in the previous three games went to shit. The world is barren. We're all dying. Space travel hasn't happened in over 100 years. Good luck. Good luck restarting the planet. And then it's just like, oh, here's a rocket. I'm just like, oh, okay, so fuck all the other bullshit that's been going on. And everyone's just like so like nonchalant. I'm like, oh, you, you took a rocket up into space. I'm just like, you haven't seen this in three generations why are you people not freaking the fuck out it's it's crazy it's crazy it, it, obviously relic of his time again i think that game came out in like 1994 so they had nothing to go off of except like final fantasy uh 4 but still i, I love fantasy star fantasy star reminds me of like the first like Fantasy Star has always been one of the harder RPG series as far as we're talking about like the Master System and Sega Genesis era because it's very similar to shit that goes down in Shin Megami Tensei games. You have one bad round and everything dies. Everything goes to shit. Your characters are so fucking squishy because the way that you play the game is like you want to be highly offensive. Fuck defense, fuck shields. It's all about your magic stat and your attack stat. You probably will die. And even some guides who are just like, oh, if your characters die in certain boss battles, don't worry. Because if you stop to heal them, you'll wipe. Wow. So Damn, fuck that whole no child left behind. Thing. Nah, yeah. nah, <laughs> nah, you lead them bitches to the curb. That's just how it goes, bro. So fantasy star survival of the fittest. <laughs> that's 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 just how it is, bro. That's just how it is. So uh, fantasy star four, as far as like that was really it. I've got some other projects. Now that I have Haru working with me, I can now focus on other projects that I plan on doing. And I've been thinking about potentially taking a backseat on streaming so that I can really focus on the YouTube side of things. So that's kind of like future plans for me. I'm still going to stream. You probably won't see me there as often because I really want to get the YouTube thing off the ground and shit. So, yeah. But that was my Sounds week. Sounds good. That's where we're at. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Look, I mean, it was a short week for some, or a short work week for some of us too. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's nuts. So all right. So the first little bit of news that we have is I'm gonna butcher this name. So uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi. There you opened, go. Oh, Good did job. I get it? Yeah, that's it. 
Uh, let me do my redneck version. Toshihiro. <laughs> that, that's unnecessary. <laughs> Uh, I, t- I take I take back my and we're canceled. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, that guy is open to working with Nintendo in creating a new F Zero title. It's time for the. Uh, this is you were you wrote this, Chris. It's time for the annual hope raising of the F Zero fan base as former F Zero GX producer and current Yakuza uh, general director Toshihiro Nagoshi has said that he would uh, be open to returning to the series, assuming that it was for a challenging game. 2021 is going to be a huge year for gaming anniversaries, but there are some that will almost certainly be ignored. The smartest bet you can make for 2021 is that Nintendo will completely ignore the 30th anniversary of the F-Zero franchise. The franchise has been abandoned, and it only remains relevant through Captain Falcon's appearance in the Super Smash Bros. series. A secret F-Zero Twitter account got the fans' hope or fans' hopes up last year but it turned out to be a fake and there were there are no rumors regarding a new entry into the series Nagoshi was uh recently interviewed by french red bull website about yakuza like a dragon and he was asked about the possibility of returning to the f-zero series Nagoshi would be open to it under the correct circumstances but he would want to work on a challenging game quote putting aside the possibility of this happening i must admit that i have a great deal of affection for f-zero gx if the opportunity presented itself, I wouldn't be against it. And in this case, I would like to make a game with a with challenge. I'm assuming that if Nintendo just wants a fun and accessible racing game, they already have Mario Kart for that. Nagoshi makes a good point about the need for a challenging racing game on the Nintendo Switch. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is currently the best-selling Switch game with a ridiculously high attach rate for the system itself. A new F-Zero game would have to distinguish itself from the other huge racing game or games on the console. Otherwise, why would anyone bother? The F-Zero games already had a reputation for being difficult, so maybe a new one should lean into it. It's unlikely that Nagoshi would return to the F-Zero series, as his duties at Sega and Atlas likely keep him busy as it is. The F-Zero fans of the world will have to keep their vigil going. 2021 marks the 30th anniversary of the series, and if F-Zero was going to be revived, then now is the time to do it. I just, as soon as I saw this, I just imagined the Avengers gift that said, don't, don't give me hope. <laughs> like, just, just don't fucking give me hope, man. Like, I'm, t- I'm tired of my, d- my dreams being dashed. Pretty much, I mean, man. I've recently gone back and played F-Zero GX, and it's a hard as fuck game. Yeah. Like, it's hard as shit. I would love, you know what? I will even take just a port of this onto the Switch. I will take that. If that's all I can get. Yeah. And that would be good. That would be great. My only caveat to that. Online functioning. Exactly. That would be my only caveat to that. We would need online functionality in order for that to be worthwhile. Now, refresh my memory, but with the uh, Star Wars Racer game, did they have online boards for that? No. No. Okay. No. Which one? The one that recently came out on the sixty, uh, the Switch. episode one racer. Yeah. 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 So, I I think my biggest issue with this whole thing is that 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 Nintendo kind of says, if if players want to get their racing fix, you already have Mario Kart. Mario Kart is like its own thing, man. That's a kart like, racer. Yeah, it's a <laughs> kart racer. I and, it, and especially F Zero GX was was one of the phenomenal ones out there. Um. That really added a story, characters. It was, in my opinion, the best. Because the Super Nintendo F-Zero, I never really got into. But GX, so I got the, into. The Super Nintendo one's eh. The 64 one's definitely better. And then this one's the best one. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate. And especially somebody like Captain Falcon, who is part of Smash Brothers. 
Yeah. You would think that's that, your like, only character from F Zero in Smash, by the way, in a game that has seventeen Fire Emblem characters. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just saying, like, they're the roster of F Zero is great. It's so good, and it also doesn't rely. It relies on the player to be good at race, good at their character, making sure to know how to boost right, and just knowing how to drive correctly. Yeah, It's not like, oh, I fucked up. Here's my lightning bolt. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Mario <laughs> Kart 8 Deluxe. I think it's a phenomenal game, and I like playing it online. But F-Zero is a different ball game. Yeah. I think the issue is, is that, as you said, um, of course, I'm going to draw alle- uh, an allegory to fighting games. The execution in f-zero is so much greater than in other types of racing games like the, the only other thing that I can really like associate it with or compare it to is like actual like racing simulation games because those games are hard as fuck like yeah. as an arcade racer there's not many games that i know that can hold that level of execution to f-zero f-zero is where it's at like you have to be very dedicated to a specific game in order to be good at F0. So it's 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 hard as shit on the normal difficulty. Yeah. And we're dealing with a Nintendo right now that is very business orientated instead of, you know, giving the fans necessarily what they want. So I don't foresee them doing anything with the series. And the thing is it's just like either. you know, you, you say what you will about F0, but there's a lot of there's a lot of IPs that have their representation in Smash that just doesn't have games. I mean, Metroid, technically. I mean, we know that there's a game coming out, but Metroid is another fucking franchise that hasn't seen a new entry. And when I say new, I mean, like, actually a new entry. Yeah. Um, Earthbound. Earthbound's another one. Fucking, I mean, Ice Climbers. But, I mean, Ice Climbers is a one-off. You know what I mean? You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Kid Icarus got a new game. Ice Climbers can get it too. But again, just... Kid Icarus was in in that same breath. Kid Icarus hasn't seen yeah. an entry since 2012. It was, I think, Kid Icarus Uprising. Thirty years from the first one. Yeah, I guess. Well, Kid it's Icarus... interesting because I sent you I sent you a photo right now on the Discord right now of the mm-hmm. games that are actually having like anniversaries, and you brought up Metroid and Kid Icarus, which both are 35 years into the series. Yeah, Ugh, and we haven't seen shit. it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Twenty years for Golden Sun, baby. They're still not releasing another game. We're never gonna get that sequel to that 3DS one. <laughs> Dark Sun ruined that fucking franchise, man. I don't know what to tell you. It wasn't the greatest. Let me see this. I played. I I bought that the day it came out and played the shit out of it. Pokemon's twenty five, Dragon Quest twenty five, Skyrim's ten. No, here's the one that makes you feel old. Pokemon Go is already five years old. Yeah. I mean, so is Overwatch. I don't. Th- I, that doesn't make me feel old. What makes me feel old is that Sonic is 30, all right? That boy has been 15 for as long as I can remember. Yeah, fucking Overwatch is five years. But, but yeah, yeah the th- Persona, but the thing about Persona's it is 25. The thing about this is like you're looking at this list and it's you, you tell yourself, is F-Zero's not even on this list, which sucks. Because no one thinks about F-Zero. Yeah. So well, Nintendo- okay, so first thing, the reason it's not on this list is because it's not, 32's not, or wait, did we say it was the 30th anniversary for F-Zero? Yeah. yeah. It is divisible by five. Where the fuck is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a 30-year anniversary, and also, Nintendo is probably looking at similar lists like this 
that they have or they compile or are online and are wondering which is the ones that we're going to focus on. Everybody wants a Metroid trilogy for the 35th anniversary. Everybody wants a Zelda collection for the, you know, anniversary. And they're probably they're probably thinking Zelda, Metroid, Pokemon. Sir, eh, I don't Pokemon. I don't want a Zelda trilogy, all right? What I want is Skyward Sword with some decent fucking controls. You don't got to add the other bullshit. And we're not going to get it. Okay. Well, fuck me. You just want Breath of the Wild too. We're not because Skyward Sword is the one game that I didn't play either. But if anything shows, if they do release like a 35th anniversary 3D collection like they did with Super Mario, they didn't change the controls for Galaxy. You still use the freaking. It was modified to be able to use a pro controller. I don't think so. I I have not heard that. I'm like 99% sure that I fucking use pro controller on that. I w- yeah, I like having a third person here. Really? Uh, yeah, I am. I am ninety-five percent. You know what? Let's just look at this right now. All I got yeah. to say is Donkey Kong's older than all of us. <laughs> Donkey Kong's forty years old, man. Yeah. Which makes it even better when I do my Donkey Kong month. So nice. Yeah, because from what I understood, like you're only supposed to use the uh, the Joy Cons. I mean, yeah, you have the option of the Joy Cons, but I'm almost positive. That- also. Th- Go ahead, go ahead, go do your thing. I'm this reading. is where I feel real old. Is that Devil May Cry is twenty years old? You know, if I, if I had a does, connection it, to DMC, I'd probably be in the same boat. But I, I honestly, like, even though I like DMC five, I still don't give a shit. I still remember remember the Devil May Cry commercial where the guy just like takes Alistair, I think that's the name of his sword, off the wall and just starts sh- like chopping shit up in his in his living room. And I'm like, what? So I, I played the shit out of that. And then we got two, and two was... Two was garbage. Two was not good. So... Yeah, I just saw that, Chris, right now, too, where it says that just like the Wemo, you can use your Joy-Cons or Pro Controllers gyroscope. See, I wasn't aware of that. Because mm-hmm. even the people that were streaming it were like, yeah, I'm using the Joy-Cons. And I'm like, what? <clears throat> Why? Fuck that. So, okay, now uh, I have hope. Solid Yuna, we have to acknowledge that two existed. Otherwise, we're doomed to repeat our history. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, you still acknowledge too, and let DMC Devil May Cry happen. So I don't know what to tell you. DMC is different. Oh yeah, it's a different timeline. It's actually a different timeline. Okay, so it's a different. You know what? Than the original you know what? Ones. I was in a stream with. I was in that same stream with Chris Panda, <laughs> and he said that DMC <laughs> Devil May Cry. When you get like the super definitive edition, I don't. I think it was like the the Xbox One version. He was just like DMC yes. Devil May Cry is actually a fun game. I never seen anyone defend it, and then he defended it. And you know I'm what? Like, Fuck, and maybe in I need the to play same it. week, in the same fucking week, someone else said the same exact fucking thing, and I'm just like, is this like one of the things where people are now like feeling brazen enough to come <laughs> out and like? have their own opinion because everyone i know said that that game was ass and i am i having a stroke are, 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 are we talking about the short hair dante yeah. yeah no see i okay my, my thing my thing with that one i enjoyed that one i didn't beat it i didn't finish it up but mm-hmm. i feel like it falls in the same line of metal gear rising like i think they're both good games in my opinion and some people are all in for like the metal and hack. Better and slash. watch your mouth, Eddie. <laughs> oh, I love Metal Gear Rising, dude. I'm telling you. And when I played DMC, like I felt like I got the same thing. So it's I a good it... game, but it doesn't need to have like the Metal Gear name on it. Like, 
it's like chat just said like it's a good game but it shouldn't have the dmc skin on it gotcha so here's my thing on it i've never i played two and then I played DMC, and I played two when. Man, it, what the fuck is wrong with you? I've had this conversation. <laughs> I lost it's a new year. I lost a friendship over this conversation. All right, <laughs> everyone knows at this point. I played Devil May Cry two, and then I played DMC Devil May Cry. So here, here's my deal. Uh, I, I I was pretty much a DMC virgin, and I'm just like, oh, it's a reboot. <laughs> Let me get into the reboot. And I played it and I hated Dante. <laughs> I hated Dante. I'm just like, is Dante like this in the original? Because I know he's supposed to be everything that was cool an away old from man in fucking. No, no, it's not that he was cool. Dante's the eternal virgin. Okay. Dante. No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Dante is the, who is, the, who was the creator of Devil May Cry? I don't fucking know. He was... is like the, that is who that guy wanted to be i mean we all know devil may cry started off as a fucking resident okay Evil. so so what right, you're saying that's what I was gonna is say. wasn't the creator the guy from uh hideki kami hideki kamiya kamiya hideki kamiya kamiya yeah, made devil may cry yeah one yeah hold on that's what it said that dude that's exactly what it says right now devil may cry creator hideki kamiya wow i didn't know yeah. that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, we always say we don't bring up the same shit we talk about, but then we always learn something new about the same shit we talk about. Who who also he so Hideki Hideki Kamiya, uh Platinum Games, Metal yes. Gear Rising. Yes. See the connection? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I, I get that. What I was actually trying to this say This is our Kevin Bacon. This is our six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> what I was what I was ultimately trying to get down to is that for what you're saying is that Kamiya is to Dante what Daisuke Ishiwatari is to Soul Bad Kai because it was just yes. it was just his persona. That's essentially 100%. what it is. Okay, one hundred percent. Okay, got it. Although I will say, Devil May Cry two Dante's design looks cooler, but that game is ass. Yeah, well, that game was anyway. Ass. Anyway, back to what's important. Me, <laughs> Devil May Cry Two was my first Devil May Cry, and then I played DMC, and I'm just like, this game is 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 bad, like it's not good. Like there was there was like legitimate glitches. The only thing that I had positive to say about uh, DMC Devil May Cry was the soundtrack. The soundtrack was Combi Christ and another like noise metal band, and I forget what the name was. But that soundtrack is just fucking a banger. Absolute, it rips so fucking hard. Lilith's Club is like one of the best like level yeah. stages music wise I've ever fucking heard. It is so fucking good. I mean, so that's fucking true. good. I could stream a I could stream a pile of shit and then put good music on the outside of it. Like yeah. the music's still gonna be good, but the game still there's a part. Where you can literally just sit there and juggle an enemy with the guns for eternity. And they won't like, die. They won't fucking that's die. That's the thing. You don't have to use... No, you don't have to use the sword. You can literally use the guns because the guns auto-target to everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can just sit there and just kill everything with the guns. I'm just like, oh, someone fucked up in design in, in this game. I... My... I always my cousin's ex husband. The only reason that I phrase it that way is because it's exactly how it is. But he's the reason he got me into Monster Hunter. He got me into the Devil May Cry series and all that stuff. And he loved to. 
And I'm just like, even as a kid, I was like early teens. I'm like, I don't know, man. This game doesn't seem like as good as the first one. He goes, yeah, but they're never going to be like as good as the first ones. I was like, all right, okay, whatever. Then he bought Devil May Cry 3 when it came out, and he hated it. Really? And I played the shit out of it and loved it. I'm just like, oh, you just suck at video game analysis is what you suck at. Because I'm just like, Devil May Cry 3 at the time was the perfect Devil May Cry game. Yeah. It had everything you need. I remember all my friends hyping up Devil May Cry 3. All my fucking friends in high school. I'm just like... Nah, bro, I got burned. And it wasn't wasn't just Devil May Cry 2 that burned me. It was like that entire action character genre. Because after I played Devil May Cry 2, I went and I played Chaos Legion. And Chaos Legion is an infinitely worse game. Like, a hundred times worse. You play a bad character action Bro, (laughs) I just walk into fucking jank wherever I go, man. It's attracted (laughs) to me. I have a toxic relationship with life. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, the the good thing is I bought Devil May Cry Five on PC and I have the Virgil DLC. So that's cool. So there you go. See, that's I don't cool. know. I I I think when D, when Devil May Cry Two came out, there was so there's already so many other good ones out there. In particular, I think Shinobi for the PS2 and Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, for the original Xbox. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So namely Ninja so, Gaiden. Yeah, so having the original Devil May Cry, which was great, and then go to that piece of shit that was Devil May Cry 2, <laughs> I, I can feel how like people would be turned off by it, man, because it sucked. 3, to me, was like the better one out of all the three, of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And you oh, also yeah. had the Onimusha games, too. I'm hoping that they remake the other Onimusha games, because Warlords came out. Onimusha that will get is... a remake before, before F-Zero does. Yes, it will. So... <laughs> yes, it will. Yeah, I, I need but to play Shinobi. How old man. is Onimusha? Onimusha? I will tell not you too old. that if you ever get a chance to play the arcade cabinet of F Zero, it's called F Zero AX. Mm-hmm. And we played this, and you're going to love my segue because we played this at MAGFest last year. And it was fucking amazing. I forgot. I, didn't, I forgot that system. You could. The, there was a guy that was what? In front of us or behind us? He brought his GameCube memory card. Yep. Because you can yeah. put it into the system. Yep. And it like reads your file and all that other shit. And I'm just like, oh. So fun fact, and this may not be, this may be like a little bit fever dream, but I had, th- 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 you could just confirm this by watching Did You Know Gaming, all right? But fucking apparently the entirety of F0AX is saved onto the disc of F0GX. Because there's a lot of like, it's, it's not, I, I want to say that's the same engine. And there's a lot of like the way that the stage builds and character uh-huh. or racers on the on the board operate in the same manner, but F Zero AX is a little bit more aggressive of a game. Chat, Shout yeah, chat's chat's giving me the uh, the good to go on it. Yeah, you could play AX on GX, so you have to hack the game or you have to like have like an action replay or some shit like that to access that portion of F Zero GX. But apparently, there's a whole other game on fucking F Zero GX. Yeah. But that, but that's not the thing. Is what the what makes it the awesome about it is that the gyro control. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. That's what makes the cab amazing. Yep. Yeah. Because it fucked me up when I got in it at first. Like Connor, I think, or it might have been Connor, or it might have been Kusanagi, Kusanagi got in it before. Kusanagi me. got in. Before he got that. in it before me, and he was a little bit better. But when I got in it, I was like, oh fuck! <laughs> like that was the only game that had a fucking line. Well, I mean it. 
So between F Zero AX and the initial D cabs, the one with the actual yeah. drip, like yeah. those two games had like a long ass fucking line. Long fucking line. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I'm going to get in line again. And then I turned around and it was like 15 people. I mean, like, there's a novelty to it. It was like three. Yeah, there's a novelty to it, man. Like, there's the only other game that I can think of, and I'm not even going to be able to name the game, but there's another Sega cabinet that did something very, very similar where they had you sit into a cockpit. And it was actually more of like a a fighter jet simulator. Uh, I knew the name of it once before, but eh. When I went out to L.A., uh, we went to... uh... They have arcades out there. It's like a franchise. I forget what it was called. But they had the step into a Gundam like thing. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And I fucking almost threw up. Like <laughs> because it's not just a screen. It's like you're in a Gundam. Mm-hmm. There's screens all around you. Like the door when you open it, when it shuts, the screen comes back on. And it's just like it was so much like it was my my senses was like you're going to die. Get out of this. <laughs> so It's terrible. But yeah, Anyway, that is the shitty segue that I have. So yeah, let's take it. Chris. Let's let's talk about uh, let's talk before, about before Magfest. What's up? Before Magfest, okay. Onimusha's twentieth uh, year anniversary is this month. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Maybe they'll make Onimusha on, too. It was uh, released on January twenty fifth, two thousand one. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. So maybe who knows? Maybe. You know what series I want to see make a comeback or a remake in general? Speaking of Onimusha, and I'm probably the minority when I talk about this. Way of the Samurai, specifically Way of the Samurai Three. It was this. It, it's it's like great value Onimusha, right? It's <laughs> and it, it, it's more like that makes sense that you play. Yeah, <laughs> it's more historical sense. Uh, the game is ugly. It came out in the 360. That game is ugly as fucking sin. <laughs> but there was this cool mechanic where you would be able to take some of your weapons from a earlier save and transport it to a new save so that when you restart the game, you'd be able to start with like this banging ass sword. That's the only thing I remember about Way of the Samurai. Everything else, it's just like y- you deal a lot with like actual sword wielding Yakuza and shit like that and other other fucking like Damios and shit like that. I don't know. I don't remember. I could just be get, the, get these weeb shit yeah, out of the, here. <laughs> yeah, I could be lying. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Never mind. Anyway, I employees... remember. I remember the cover. Go ahead. Yeah, you know the, the cover of what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, employees accuse Magfest executive director of verbal and emotional abuse at work. The annual festival ce- celebrating video games and video game music, Magfest, is now mirrored. In controversy after many claims of social media suggest that the executive director of the company, Paul Buttrell, fired several people from their staffing positions without explanation and has also indefinitely banned some of their employees. MAGFest is the music and games festival, originally originally in the mid-Atlantic gaming area, and it is an annual carnival held in the Washington metropolitan area dedicated to video game music and video games. It primarily features a large open video gaming room. A, ha- a hall of arcade cabinets, concerts by chiptune musicians and video game cover bands, and a bring-your-own-computer land party. Uh, the first MAGFest was celebrated on September... 
Okay, first off, I didn't write this one. This came from fucking called meaw.com. <laughs> if I'm having difficulty writing, reading this, it's because of these motherfuckers. So fuck them. Anyway. <laughs> I, oh, I, I can't I, read. I'm just, just going to fucking write my own shit from now on. God damn it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> Yeah, y- y'all, y'all try reading That's this in the weekly bullshit. God damn. That's y'all in the some weekly hoes clip. is what Chris is saying. Y'all some fucking hoes, man. All right, let, 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 me try, let me try to read the part you just read right now. MAGFest is the music and gaming festival, originally the Mid-Atlantic Gaming Festival. It is an annual carnival held in the Washington metropolitan area dedicated to it's video not- games and video game music. I don't give a shit if you reread what I fucking read. <laughs> it's not a car- it's not a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Ferris wheel out front. There's nothing to do with the fucking convention. This is literally like somebody was like so, holding up by. their fucking binoculars. Like they're 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 watching out from Baltimore. It's not even it's not even in Washington. It's in fucking the Gaylord. It's in Maryland. Like, oh, yeah, it's um, at the Maryland. <laughs> this is great. Okay, I apologize. Uh, I didn't pick this uh, article. Oof, oof, <laughs> oof, oof. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the first one was celebrated on September 2012, 2002. <laughs> uh, on that whole month. In Holiday in Tanglewood, Roanoke, Virginia, with 300 <laughs> attendees. And the fest witnessed more than 24,000 attendees at Super Magfest 2020. According to the Friends of Mag, which Friends of Mag is the Twitter post, right? Thank you for explaining that, Mr. Mihaw motherfucker. The board members of the company, including Bertel, have failed in their duties to MagFest, the organization, and MagFest community. The website further claims that the tools that were created to keep people at Mag at Mag safe have been abused and perverted by the people who should be have been the ones to uphold them. Half the people who spoke up against the board and executive director's actions, abuses, and code of conduct violations have now been removed under the guise of breaking the code of conduct themselves. The ones who remain are on borrowed times. In the board's communications around their actions, they have made it clear that dissent on MAGFest will no longer be tolerated. The only people who are allowed to continue working for MAGFest are those who will be quietly complicit in their abuse. Several claims have been made against the board members saying, uh, harassed and threatened many office employees, harassed and threatened various volunteers, including staff elected board nominees, asked employees to compromise their personal and professional ethics in the course of their normal job duties, not responded in a timely manner to formal HR complaints made about the executive director by all six full-time employees, not taken appropriate steps to resolve formal HR complaints made about the executive director by all six full-time employees, not communicated any resolution to formal complaints subverted existing HR procedures in order in order to retaliate against and discipline employees inappropriately, subverted existing internal procedures in order to retaliate against the disciplined volunteers, including the staff elected board nominees inappropriately, created a culture of fear and secrecy around all dealings with them, removed employees from key situations, including those in the employees' written and signed job descriptions with no warning or explanation. Delayed and subsequently refused to add staff-elected board nominees onto the board. Refused to act on any attempts at feedback, honesty, and collaboration from employees, staff, and volunteers. Took attempts at feedback, honesty, and collaboration as material for retaliation against employees, staff, and volunteers. 
acted in bad faith repeatedly and unquestionably to the detriment of the organization and everybody in it. Magfest. Uh, if you want me to, I'll take the rest. No, fuck this guy. I'm reading it. <laughs> okay. Magfest employees have demanded the entire board of directors to step down from their position and be replaced by the top three candidates from the most recent nominee election and further members to be added via a new staff election. Along with that, demands also include an immediate stop to inappropriate employee disciplinary action that have taken place outside the existing HR process, an immediate stop to inappropriate volunteer disciplinary actions that have been taken place outside of the existing staff operations and or safe processes, an immediate stop to private meetings requested by the existing board of directors of individual office members for the purpose of harassing, disciplining, and intimidating them, an immediate stop to private meetings requested by the existing board of directors of indi individual staffers or volunteers for the purpose of harassing, disciplining, and intimidating them. You could have just compiled that all together, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is right now Chris Reed's bad things. Uh, yeah, send me Chris that Reed's soup bad. label, Kim. <laughs> send me that soup label, bro. A new set of bylaws mandating clearer board terms. and Okay, so there's a lot of fucked up shit going on behind the scenes, allegedly, and this is what they're trying to say. Several claims were made on social media against the celebrated fest that uh, technically, as technical consultant Sheer Goldberg tweeted, MAGFest is canceled. Don't support any events run by abusers. I spent years working for MAGFest and trying to work with Paul Battelle, and the board has violated every ethical boundary I hold. No more. HTTP slash friendsofmag.com. The internet user further wrote, by the way, I'm banned from even attending MAGFest for the next two years because I refuse to sign a gag order saying that I wouldn't speak out against Paul Bertel or the rest of the board further. If they stay in charge in two years, MAGFest won't exist anyway. While another one said this is utterly depressing, years ago, I absolutely enjoyed my times at MAGFest looking through everything listed. It's painful to see that sort of de-evolution. I generally thank the lot of you for trying so hard, and I'm truly sorry that you had to suffer like this. Another one wrote, that fucking sucks so much. MAGFest seems like one of the last few good conventions. Super disappointed to hear that their board has been super abusive to their employees. I won't support a convention that treats people like that. That's the end of the, the fucking... Throw that fucking article in the trash. So, okay, so burn it. Corey. I want to choose my words carefully here. Okay. Because I have, and people are going to, and I don't care if they claim this is what I'm doing, but I will end up basically playing both sides of the field. Okay. So, first of all, I want to say, in the event that these allegations are true, this is fucked up, mm -hmm. and I mean... I agree. Shit needs to change and they need to take action or, you know, things need to happen. On the other end, I also believe how these a lot of these are allegations. I don't see a lot of proof coming out. Yep. And also, I do want to ask and I'm not I don't I'm not bashing this. What is it? Sheer gold bird. But how many of these people, these volunteers and these employees were teenagers or young adults that just didn't like being told what to do. I don't know. Does that make me a bad person for analyzing it that way? Everyone's going to come down to the sense that, you know, when it comes to leadership, you need to, I don't want to put it like this, but you have to come down to the subordinates level to talk to them in a sense. I agree. I am 100% treating people with like dignity and respect, but you know, firmness is not meanness. You know what I mean? 
So if I'm being right. if I'm being firm with you, that doesn't mean that I'm being an asshole. That just is reiterating the severity of the tasks or responsibilities that are being entrusted to you that you need to get done. Yeah. And I think your history in the military and my history in kitchens, we that works in both of those fields a lot. Yeah, I mean it's like, hey, yeah. I'm being stern. I'm not trying to be like, oh, you're a fucking idiot, like something like that. No, that's not what it is. But the thing is, is that we this this is why I'm I'm a little bit more apprehensive because there hasn't from what I've seen, and if anyone can find it, I'd be willing to to look into it. But I haven't seen like exact scenarios that have taken place. There hasn't been anything along the lines of this is exactly what Mr. Bertel said to me. Right? And where does that the fall? Transcripts. Yeah, there there's no transparency here. This is very broad, he said, she said. The the people who work for Magfest have not really said anything about it. When this story broke, I I'm in the Magfest Discord and I went searching through the messages. I didn't see anything even like correlating or promoting it. I didn't even see like mods try deleting it. It's 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 very strange. Like and this is what I'm afraid of because people will jump on this bandwagon saying like, oh, there is an injustice being done. We need to stand by the the, the supposed victims. And in it's certain situations, the, the, I would say, yes, you are 100% right. But in this situation, or really in all situations, regardless of how it is, there needs to be an investigation done. There needs to be yes, a third-party investigation to come in and just do a full sweep and audit to figure out what the fuck exactly is going on. And to be honest, like, can they do that? Because has any laws been broken to the point where federal agencies have to now come in and actually, like, do that shit? Because when there is – what's the word I'm looking for? When there is something like a, an internal conflict going on, usually what ends up happening is that the internal company will hire somebody – hire a third party to do the right. audit. Yeah. But unless a law has been broken, unless someone's going to the police, you know, then, you know, yeah. local law enforcement or even federal agencies, even like, I don't know, maybe like Department of of Employment. I don't even know if that's the, the right department. I don't, I don't, the only one that matters is DOD. <laughs> but like, how can you validate what's being said? That's really what it comes down to. And the thing is that if it's true, if it is 100% true, then everything will show in the coming months mm -hmm. and years, whether it be in the And we'll change our opinion. Yeah, and, I, and I'll change my opinion on that thereafter. I feel for the people that claim mm -hmm. that they are being mistreated and that they've been fired and they've been banned. But, you know, in this case, I need to see what's going on on the opposite side, you know? Right. Okay. It's like I just it's it's one thing if a motherfucker is just like just laying into you for no fucking reason, you know. I've been there. I've been that guy. I've been wrong, you know. And that's yeah. that's that's completely fucked up. But on the flip side of that, it's like, you know, I I gave you tasks to do for the last six months, and you've been fucking it up. Yeah. I I don't Why know. Did you not do it, or I I out? don't know where where I go from here, man. Like that's the thing is, and this is a situation that I'm starting to realize that I really don't like the immediate action that cancel culture brings. 
Yeah, because it's the knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. And like it's just like they did something wrong. Fuck I, them. I, don't ever support. I don't want to like yeah. fucking rag on somebody. But the fact is, it's just like the the, the people who jump on the knee jerk reaction. It like they they are just going. Sometimes I feel like they go with it for the clout. You know what I mean? Yeah, they want to be on the band. And the, th- the thing is, it's just like this is difficult for me because I genuinely love and enjoy MAGFest. Love it. MAGFest is my yeah. favorite con. So if this Magfest, goes, we wouldn't exist if yeah. it wasn't for Magfest. I mean that's 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 the truth. Um, so if you're if you're y'all are saying that Magfest is pulling some shit like that, that that's gonna be a blow, and it, it is what it is after that point. But you know, I I don't I need proof. yeah I need proof. Yeah. That's just what it comes down to. I I need I more that, information to come out. It's it's and it's not even like I need like Magfest employees to come out and say or Magfest board of directors to come out and say, oh well, we wouldn't do anything. I'm just like, oh well, Magfest didn't no. said that they didn't do anything. No, I need solid transcripts. I I, I need people to be like recounting stories and you know a lot of the people who work there coming up and saying like, hey, this is my situation. Hey, this is my situation. And once. All those stories come out and start crossing over each other, and they paint the picture, and they 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 show the whole picture. Then, then I'd have yeah. an easier time believing it and saying like, okay, this probably should be the action that needs to be taken, or Magfist just crumbles, and it just it is what it is after that point. So, and Chad yeah, is I, saying yeah, like I, most people are hired at will, so companies don't need to give them a reason to for firing somebody. And I can tell you, if they're being hired. Under Virginia or even or Maryland, those are at will country or not, <laughs> countries at will states. So like they could cut you off for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think it's a little. I I, I was with Corey when he was talking about how some of these people that were working for them um, might have been like young kids, teenagers that don't know what's going on or it's like their first job, their first. They gig wanted to or fuck whatever. off, but they had a job to do. Right. Yeah. And it's just and it's just I can definitely very much see that. And also I agree with the whole cancel culture thing. I think there's still a lot more to this story that hasn't if it is an alleged true story, because even if you Google it, even if you look it up, the only article that really shows up is that Mia one. Nothing else. Unfortunately like, no, no, yeah, no one else is uh, like talking about this. No one else is like really mentioning anything about it. Like you said, you were in the Discord and nothing is being brought up there. Um, so yeah, I think there's still a lot more to this. We definitely got to see both sides of the stories. If it's true, it's unfortunate. But at the same time, I'm not gonna side with these people without knowing what exactly they're talking about. Because like Corey said, I I've dealt with teenage. I've dealt with kids who are 18, 19. Working at a job, and I'll be like, "Hey, man, you got to pick up a broom and sweep this up." I'm out. I'm not mm-hmm. doing. I'm too good to sweep a broom. You okay. got a hard, lot of life lessons coming your yeah, way, like, buddy. You know what I mean? So it's just, <laughs> I, I don't even want to blame very- like younger kids on that shit, though. That's that's. It's just it's a product of where we've come as a society within the last ten years. Upbringing, dude. society, all that. But uh, I don't know. Like I said, though, and that and that this might be why. I don't want this to be like that's the reason they're hesitant is because they have a history with MAGFest. Mm-hmm. We have a history with MAGFest. We love MAGFest. It's an awesome thing that we go to and we get together and it's fun. 24-hour arcade is amazing. Yeah. But we also know and we and I'd like to think about this. For me personally, I have grown with this podcast because if this would have been – if this article would have came up and say let's say episode 24, I'd have been like, yo, fuck that shit and all that stuff. I have grown as a person and as someone that analyzes situations more than I have a year ago. 
And that's how I'm able to be like, and a lot of people will be like, oh, you're just on the fence. You don't want to take a side. I'm like, no, I will take a side, but I need more information for me to dedicate my choice. And I don't have enough information here. Yeah. It's different when it comes to Billy Mitchell. We have information that <laughs> Billy Mitchell fucking sucks or like Ubisoft or all these other companies that we know. Oh, those guys, guys don't like them because we've talked about why we don't like them. Mm-hmm. This is a different situation for people that are just coming in here. Oh, no. So, I mean, if you were to ask me today, at, when this came out, are you going to be going to MAGFest 2022? Yeah, I'm still planning to go until I get more information about this. Hey, there's, if I get there is plenty of this, times between now and MAGFest 2022 to figure out what's going on. For me, uh, here's the thing. almost a year, actually. If, if, if it <laughs> yeah. takes a year for this shit to come out, then who whose fault is it at that point? Whose fault is it for not opening, you know, for not opening Pandora's their mouth? Box. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't know. Anyway, gotcha. Let's uh let's hit questions, boys. All right. It's it's real easy. There's only like one, and it's compounded. Is uh, it is it Mia? Writing asking the questions. <laughs> no, no, it's not you writing Be, the questions. Make sure to make sure to look before when I ask because that question right before me needs to be read too. Oh, okay, sure. From H2O Happy Dude, if you can redo or undo something you did in 2020, what would it be? Something I did in 2020. Undo or redo it. Anybody else have one or is we all just relying on me to go? I'm relying on you. I'm I'm thinking about it, honestly, too. I'm over here like... Something Chris, that, do you have? No, one? fuck it. I, I fucking rocked it in 2020. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I do I do have something that I, I wish I could have undone, but I think it's something that I'm not able to talk about here. That's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. That's you fine. know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. But it's it's right. just, yeah, if I, could, if I can go back to that night and not have to uh, worry about that issue, then... Yeah. Yeah, I, I I, that, that would be the one. I would I would redo the the Dreamless Dreamcast marathon and do everything exactly the same way. That's 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 my input. That makes me feel good. Yeah, it was great, <laughs> and I didn't have to do oh, any of yeah, the work. If I could redo it, if I could redo it, I'd go back and save the two vods I missed because <laughs> now I don't have them anymore, and now the the technically the marathon archive videos won't be complete. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think anything. I mean. Nah, I can't really think of anything that I would undo, and then anything that I would redo. Uh, nah, I'm good. I would. Uh, nah, yeah, I'm good. I killed it too. Good shit. Yeah. <laughs> good shit. <laughs> Mister Haru asked, if you were to make a dish after Scrubverse, what would it be? Shit. I'm guessing this question's gonna be towards me. <laughs> I mean, you are the resident cook here. Like, I yeah. I cook, but you're, like, going to chef school. So, it's so not on it me. It says a dish. A dish. So, what the good thing is, a dish, we can do We can do more than one plate. So, you can do... I'm going to I'm gonna go with a course. Okay. We can do a course. Okay. The scrub verse course. I'm, I'm here we, with it. We would start... Uh, I don't know. We'd have to do something of Chris's style. Like the Russian like kind of food that he likes and just, and meat, just fucking meat. So I guess that has to be like, you know, a very good, I'd, I'd make that fucking rib sandwich. Everyone in the discord love that fucking rib sandwich. Okay. <laughs> that McRib. <laughs> That's right. Yep. 
Just a McRib and Borsk just in it. <laughs> so 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 check it out. Like fuck the Borsk. This is what you do. I, I will be okay. the appetizer. You make you make a good pelmeni. All right. They're these Russian okay. meat dumplings. They've got uh beef. Fair enough. They've got like hot sausage. Super good. But they're served they're they can be served cold and you serve it with a little bit of sour cream, uh maybe a little bit of butter. They're super fucking good. Super fucking good. They sound a little bit like uh gyoza. Like steamed Kinda, gyoza. but these are more these are more beefier and they taste like poverty. Oh, then they taste good. <laughs> <laughs> they taste like poverty. <laughs> you know what poverty tastes like. I was so, on that government cheese. It's okay. Exactly. Craft macaroni and cheese. Not even craft. Just you know, shells and cheese. All that shit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't even really have cheese. It's just powder. So. <laughs> oh, you, you got the. So what? What you got is like you ever get like one of those mac and cheese uh, singles. And you just like yeah. you, you heat it up. The powder in there—that was all the cheese you got. You just spread it across. Yeah, that was there it. There you go. Well, my mom, like when I was twelve, I mean, she was pregnant, and we had a lot of people in the family that were just like I was always like we were always around someone that was pregnant, mm-hmm. like whether it was like my cousin or my aunt or like my mom's friend or something. You like have that effect on so people. We always had. Do what? You have that effect of people? I guess Damn. so. I mean. <laughs> So we always were just – we always had milk and cheese. Like we always had like – because like when you're on Wick, because we were broke, so everyone we knew was also on Wick, you're allowed like – what is it? Like four blocks of cheese and like yep. three gallons of milk yes. a week. Yes. Yep. And my mom's like, I'm not fucking losing out on this. So we would get all of it, and I'm just like – we'd be like give it – like we would give milk and cheese away, and then they would do the same thing to us when we weren't pregnant or my mom wasn't pregnant anymore. And – uh I don't know. Like we always had that growing up, but what is WIC? Yeah, WIC is a government. Uh, it is government assistance for when someone's pregnant. You can apply for it. It's kind of like not just, food stamps. It's not just like when you're pregnant. It's when you have a child. So I think yeah. like yeah, up yeah, until yeah. the age of like 13, you can apply for WIC. It's it's almost like a form of welfare. So you want to hear the fucked up yeah, thing yeah. is we were poor enough to get on WIC and get on welfare. But my fucking mom was too much of like a proud bitch to be like, no, I don't want the government assistance. And so we fucking starved and I ate powdered potatoes for the first eight years of my goddamn life. So nah, fuck that shit. Yeah. That shit was fucking. You come to cool. my house. I got all the milk and cheese you need, baby. <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh, stupid. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably, I mean, we got to do a burger or something chicken. Do a burger? Some fried chicken. We can do a good old burger. And uh, dessert wise, I don't know. That banana Foster's I made was pretty fucking fire that one time. Okay. So, banana Foster's is good. Or, uh, I don't know. What can we get, Eddie? What can we make that's like of Mexican descent? What can we do that way? Well, 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 first of all, not Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) You were lucky you're not in the same room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking with you, man. Second, just bring the beer. That's it. We're good. Oh yeah, that yeah. so wait, wait a second. What Modelo? And you can't fucking say Bud- Budweiser, fucking Eddie. No, I'm drinking Modelo. Okay, I'm drinking okay there you right go, now. Modelo. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. we go. Special. Yeah, I'm drinking Modelo. I've Especial. had the Mo- the Modelo Negro. That one is super good. I'm not a fan that of the Negro. Super fucking good. I'm not. A, I'm not a. That was I'm a bad. A that's a bad way of fucking saying it. <laughs> I feel like I was set up for that one. Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> 
God damn it. <laughs> no, don't clip that. <laughs> don't clip that. <laughs> I was going to say, see, I was going to say I'm not a fan of dark beard, but you took it to a whole Oh, my level. God. God damn it. Me and Eddie both went, what? <laughs> You're like, uh. It's another uh, one of those things. It's just like, hey, do you want a plus one? And it's one of those things where you're about to launch it and you're just like, no, wait, come back. But that one no, left. I mean, that one fair, left. Chris and already, I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> Chris already had to read a three page terrible article, so his brain's already fucked up. <laughs> God damn it. Oh <laughs> my god. god damn that it. was that was it, right? Yeah. But those are good beers. Those <laughs> are good beers. Yeah. I like dark beer. I, guess... I don't like Modelo Negro. It's not my thing. <laughs> yep. I'm just gonna say the full name from now on. There it yep, is. Yep, <laughs> I got you. Oh man. Uh and then I guess I fucking like, hate you. Scotty asked for what will be dessert. I mean, fucking anything, man. I I can I fucks with some desserts. I can make pies, cakes, homemade. Bro, so we made, for one of our final weeks of semester one of culinary school, we had to make our own ice cream batters. So we made vanilla, and we made a chocolate one. Bro, that chocolate one, when it came out of the ice cream machine, was just like the consistency of a Frosty from Wendy's, but like the flavor was like times 100. It tasted so fucking good. Like... So, I'm going to make ice cream. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. That works. Oh, my God. My, I, my Legitimately, my sides fucking hurt right now. <laughs> like, my abs hurt. Oh, my uh, God. That was the best. That's, that's 2021 is going to be amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate it here. Oh my god. He's like, uh, like Scrub versus cancel. I'm shutting the project down. <laughs> Fuck this place. Fuck, Fuck this. Yeah. Oh my god. All right, boys. Oh what god. do we got going on this week? Um I can start. I'm always because I'm always short and simple. For right now. Fuck, it's Saturday. No, it's yeah, Sunday, Monday. The today is started. Saturday, yes. Yeah, today's Saturday. So tomorrow's Sunday, Monday. Mondays just get back into routine. Honestly, I feel like with the holidays and everything just kinda uh, yeah, got, you know, brought everything, you know, slowed everything down as far as like when my training routine goes. The fortunate thing is that I have I've only gained two pounds during this holiday thing. Oh, so okay. I, nice. yeah, I got to get back. <laughs> I got to get back into my training. I got to get back into my routine and I got to I got to sort out this Internet situation, man. I really got to figure out what the hell is going to happen because it's just it's week three now. We're going on week three. Mm hmm. And it's, it's just, yeah. And, and, you know, um, I don't know if you guys like to talk about numbers and stuff like that, but like at the beginning of December, my subs were at 172 and now I'm at 68. Yeah. Yeah. That's the unfortunate thing of being a Twitch streamer. Yeah. You take any kind of time off and they're like, yep, not resubbing now. Yeah. So it's, it's, and it's unfortunate because like even, like during the holiday season, it's just like, you know, like I'm not expecting anything about it, but like those week, like those particular weeks, which is like from like the 15th towards the end of the month is usually like my, where people end up resubbing. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, yeah. so it's like, because this, you're online. Yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah. Aside from that, man, I got to do some cleaning. I really got to do some deep cleaning in this room. I feel like things are kind of like out of order right now. Like I, I really need to manage some boxes and probably just get rid of a bunch of shit that I just don't need anymore. And that includes clothes and just goofy gadgets and magazines that I've just kind of been holding on to that I'm like, 
why are they there? They're just in storage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now's the time to do it. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's about all I got going on. I have nothing too crazy, nothing too special. If the internet comes back up, then I'll hopefully be back on streaming. And um, yeah, you got to finish Chrono Trigger, man. <laughs> Dude, at this point, I, I was even thinking about that yesterday. Like last night, I was just like, man, if I get back on streaming, like what am I going to stream? And I was like, because like the whole plan was like I was supposed to do like this whole retro thing and focus on the Nintendo games that I had when I grew up with a Nintendo. But honestly, part of me even told me, I was just like, you know what? Why don't you just play Final Fantasy VII again? Fuck it. On stream. Let's just go. <laughs> Remake again. I need something good to get me going in again. And I'm just like, I, I've even, I've even, de- I've even debated like, I think last last year I was kind of playing around with the idea of a 36 hour stream for my birthday. Ugh. I'm turning I'm turning <laughs> I'm turning 36. Might as well do a 36 I'm hour stream. I'm turning 2 every time I stream. So <laughs> Yeah. So I was kind of like it depending on how everything works out that might be there. I don't know if I'll do 36. I'll attempt don't 24. Don't drink if you do a 36. Oh hour no no stream. no 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 no. Hell no. I mean if I do it'll be towards the end. Because that's what I did yeah. with the 24 hour. When I did my first 24 hour stream, I didn't start drinking until like four hours before it hit. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm just kind of going to do. So clean, back on routine. And then, uh, you know, I got to pick up a book too. I'm almost done with, I got to finish the um, the the Young Bucks one, Killing the Business. Um, so I got to oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. What were you telling us about that yeah, last so, week? So I got I to gotta finish that one up. And then I just got to add more books into mine. Maybe even fucking some manga or anime. So. Hell yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, Chris, what are you doing? Next Monday is Sonic Day. So we're going to be playing some fucking Sonic <laughs> game. Uh, Tuesday, we are going to attempt to finish Elemental Gimmick Gear because there's some, there are some other games I want to get into. This week's tail end of the, the week might be up in the air. It depends on who's playing what. I, I'm still gearing up for the, the Guilty Gear tournament coming up in February. I still also need a plan for... And that's boxers. That's right? boxer ninjas guilty okay. gear tournament. Then there's also the one I want to do the beginner tournament. But now I've been collaborating a lot with boxer ninja, and now I'm under the impression of just like you know, since I've essentially given him my rule set, maybe just make that one big collaboration. Um, but I mean, I don't know. There's still a lot of things on the table. We'll see what ends up happening. That's just what it comes down to. More more conversations need to happen behind the scenes. So. Sounds good. <clears throat> well, I'm going to be uh, streaming some more uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I feel like I feel like I have maybe two, maybe three more nights of that game left. Okay. So we'll see. I'd like to finish it up because after a while you get kind of you don't get tired of playing a game. But that's the tough part about playing a game only one night a week out of your stream. week Because mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, I've been playing the same four games for the last month. But when you think about it, you know, that's about how long it would take to play those four games. So I just don't want to get burnt out on myself like that. So I might start. That's why I have the indie night. So Tuesday will be another indie night. I don't know what I'm going to play yet because we played Scourgebringer last week. We played Tanuki Justice the week before that. And uh, we might do I have a bunch on my list. Uh, I might delve into Celeste or I because I have never played Celeste. Celeste and, is uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty hard. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I also booted up Hades the other night. Might do another day. I don't know. Check in for Indie Night and check out on the Twitter and you'll see exactly what I'm playing. I haven't made a decision yet. Sick. So. And then on Wednesday, uh, I'm going to give Final Fantasy VII. I, I'm on the fence. Like I, I'm going to keep playing it. 
But I feel like there might be a point where I'm just like, oh, man, I'm really bored now or something. So maybe I'm just going to keep giving it some, you know. <laughs> wow, Eddie. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> but uh, we're going to try that out. And then uh, Thursday night is another Thursday night throwdown. Uh, we didn't get to play Streets of Rage last week because it was New Year's Eve and we got a little bit busy. So uh, we might do that again. We might do Streets of Rage 4 just to kind of get it off, off of our plate now. Sick. So. The effort was there. If you'd like to check out our socials, just check out down below. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that's gonna be it. 